Hey everybody, welcome to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wade and Willie. I'm Wade. I'm Willie. This is a Starburns Audio produced podcast that's been called A Good Show by Namir Saun. S-A-W-N-E, whatever that is, on iTunes. If you have a five-star review you'd like to leave on iTunes, we'll read it. And uh, it's like a bribery thing we got going on. And uh, if you want, put uh, your pronunciation in the review. Well, <laughs> don't do that, because then it's just in the review and I'll miss it. I just go by their username. Uh, to this, this week, we'd like to welcome aboard the SSRLSF, our good friend and uh, Channel101.com guy who just uh, defeated my show, Entrepreneurs, <laughs> yep. with his show, uh, Emoticon Winky Face. Yeah, why not? It's our <laughs> friend, uh, Mike McCafferty. What's up? Hey, guys. Good to be back again. Yeah. You were on when? It was a while. It was It was, it was like, like two years ago. Two years ago, back when we were like thinking this was going to be something that was going to pan out. It was like, yeah, podcasting. It and... could have been three. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought that. <laughs> I, was, I you were so checked out, Wade. You were so checked out of that podcast. You could have cared so. Maybe you, you'll care so little this time. You is that more true? Wait, is that true? Oh, yeah. It was great. It was, oh, it was... Well, we were talking about Gene Roddenberry and the Council of Nine. Okay. So it was pretty far. I still don't know what that is. I know, I know. Your eyes were so far in the back of your head. Me and Willie are talking. And it was. I, I was Listen, like, if it's not for me, why would I interject? Like, I, you know, if it, if the people out there like it, I'm not going to be like, whoa, whoa, look over here. You know, I'll just I'll let it go. I liked it. I mean, I, I approved of it, you know? I mean, every once in a while you're like, wait, what are we talking about? It was, it was so good. So I'm glad that after two years to come back. Did we get in a fight on on that episode, me and Willie? No. Okay. We've had we've only had, we've had like three or four. But they've three? been pretty big and awkward fights that we've had on this podcast on on air. Yeah. Oh yeah. But see, that's the best though, right? Because like then it becomes like we had somebody say I, it felt like I was listening to my parents. I was like, ah. Oh, what were you guys fighting about? Like, I mean, like, was this just like a podcast fight? It's, no, it's always like, what, why, why, why are you saying that? It's like, it's like, it's very personal oh. all the time. It's never about the topic. It's about like, why, why won't you let me just say what I'm trying to say? And the other person going like, well, go ahead and say it. It's like shit like that. Yeah, I think ultimately there was a hot second where I was, not to put it on me either, but I was, I feel like I was getting offended by. I wasn't. I was. You know, Wade has a, a edge. Well, it's like it's like. What did uh, you say? Edge. Oh, edge. Okay. You know the guitarist from U two. Yeah, I've got a little one in my bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. You want to meet him? Yeah, yeah, I do. Playing a skeptic, and I think I just take offense to too many things a lot. Well, oh, you, okay. You have to play goaltender on all of these theories, whether or not like you and your heart believe every single one of them. Is that true or no? Should, should yeah, I, no, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. That's yeah. the whole thing. I have to sort of like attack it and he has to defend it and sometimes whether you, or not we believe any of it. Yeah. And, and sometimes you might actually believe it, Wade, and Willie might be on the other side of it. Very so. rarely. But the, Very when, rarely. When, it, when I do, I'll usually admit it. You might like the one that we're going to post uh, tonight because it's more science based. It's not conspiratorial. In this. OK, yeah. well, what are, what, well, first of all, do you remember your wow scale? Were we doing that back then? The wow scale? Okay, yeah. we got to do this real quick. All right, okay. So it's either Wade or Willie. Wow. Oh, okay. It's between one and five. If you're more of a Wade, you're a one. If you're more of a Willie, you're a five or anywhere in between. Mm -hmm. uh, first part, uh, first question is three-parter. Okay. Do you believe in aliens? If so, do you believe they've been to Earth? If so, have they been to Earth within the last 300 years? 
Yes, no, no. Yes, I believe in aliens. No, I don't okay. believe they've been here. I don't think they've been. That's why it's a three-part question. Everyone says yes to the first one. Yes, of course. Yes. Uh, well, we'll see. Where are you from? I'm from Michigan. And were you raised religious at all or anything? No. Not at all? No. Okay. Wow. No religion? Mm-mm. Like, uh, not even REM losing my religion? No. Just no religion. Isn't no. a religion like a skateboard company or something? Um. Because the reason I asked that is because the next, <laughs> it's like a punk band or something. I know. I, I just, I, yeah, I didn't know. I wanted to see if you were going to follow it up and you just kind of watch eh, the TV for a second. It was bad religion. I was trying to, I was trying to remember why I asked that. And the yep. reason is because the next question is, do you believe in ghosts? No. Oh, okay. No ghost stories at all? Like no, from, from your past, you, you, you don't have any kind of spooky stories? My grandmother told the story about her mother seeing ball lightning one time but that's it what about when what about when your best friend tells you a ghost incident that they had do you believe them or think that they've been that they're letting their brain get the best of them i think their brain is getting the best of them word yeah bigfoot no 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 time travel could it exist theoretically yeah um, but, but you don't believe it's happened it could happen, but it hasn't yet. Well, if it has happened, then how would we know? You know, I mean, what, what's changed? What? How do we know? You know, I mean, it's right. It's, it's for us. There's there's no change. Yeah. What um, about uh, telekinesis? I don't know. I don't. I mean, moving things with your mind. You think that's possible? Humans moving things with their mind. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, psychics? Do you buy into any kind of psychics? Not really. Jesus, no. man. I know, I know. Well, and we should also like qualify also that I'm part of the um, Starburns Audio Network with my, I just want to talk about Star Trek podcast, which is very science-based. Oh, okay. That's that's the plug, right? Well, I mean, we're okay. part of the same family. Yeah. Feral Audio. Oh, oh God. <laughs> is that still going? Are we done oh, God. with that? Oh, no. <laughs> Feral Welcome Audio. Welcome to the Me Too movement. Oof. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry. I know a good. Uh, well, you're you're like, you're already just gonna be a one. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and that, but that's fine. Yeah. The last thing we need to get from you is how much you trust the government. Like, was there a JFK conspiracy, or what do you think about that overall? Uh, do I believe that JFK was assassinated by the government? Do you think that there was? Do you think the government had something to do with the cover up, which is also in, in, along the same lines, but. There's more play in that. Uh, if you're asking me, like on a one to five, if the if the government covered up JFK, like five being absolutely and one being absolutely not, I would say maybe a two. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're definitely a one. Yeah. Um, I think there's someone in the house. <laughs> just keep drinking. <laughs> Got that right. Well, okay. So now I just want to ask, what is your fascination with like sci-fi? If is it because it's fantastical to you, or like because you're a huge Star Trek guy, right? Yep, yep. So what's the appeal of of of? Well, I guess Star Trek. For for me, for Star Trek, it's um, it's obviously about a uh, it's about a future which is filled with humanity which aspires to be better than what we are now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like at its base level, I mean, yes, there's there's phasers and there's cool yeah. things, but it's about people trying to be better and trying to make humanity better. So you just like the I morality totally agree. of it? 
Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like the, what we should be aspiring to be as a race, but we don't get to think about that because we just don't. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't. I mean, we, it's not that it's a microcosm. It's that we should be thinking this way. Because if that is our future, learn about it now so that when we get there, we're not shocked. It's like it's like a question I always ask is who speaks for us when the aliens show up right now? It's Trump and the Queen of England. They represent us when when the aliens well, show up. Wasn't Star Trek just an analogy for the civil rights movement at the time? I mean, no, not just. I mean, it had those. <laughs> what more? What all, more? All about the civil rights. So yeah. Kirk was king, and yeah. <laughs> no, it like Star Trek and all good science fiction is always kind of a extrapolation of our of our current issues with other things removed, we take we take one issue in our lives right now and we remove it, like the Me Too movement, and we put it a thousand years in the future, a hundred years in the future. Yeah. So that way we can just analyze that problem. You can boil it down. Yes, yeah, so you can boil it down. And be like, any- what's the real heart here? Yeah, so without any sort of extraneous stuff like, oh, but you know, there's this text that said this and that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Facebook is doing this. No, no, it's just let's take that and put it over here. In the mm. same vein, as an audience member, your brain is very active. If you start thinking like, oh, what, what does this apply to? What is, how do I feel about this? What would I do? It's very participation. I think your brain is works a lot more in, in sci-fi if your goal is to aligned with the reason why they're making it if it's a good show. Uh, you're romanticizing it. No, Star- oh, definitely. Star Trek <laughs> had that trouble with Tribbles. What was that about? Some kind of rat infestation or something? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was rat infestation. It's like, wait, these aren't Tribbles. They're rats. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, do you like the, the Deep Space Nine where they went back into that episode? Uh, that was pretty good, actually. Yeah, that was yeah, that was. was they went oh, that for sounds that, like that sounds like such fan service bullshit. And oh, it was actually it, good. It was really good. It was pretty good because they didn't. It wasn't like a fan servicey thing. They kind of their the own their own characters went back into that episode, but it it didn't ever. It it is time travel in in essence in that like you can watch both episodes, and. It doesn't mess up the other one. It doesn't mess up the original. Okay, so everything it's back to the future it's too. Back, yes, exactly. Everything circles around it, and in fact, informs the first one. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's weird because I feel like you've sold yourself short in terms of, but maybe you haven't. I mean, you're a huge sci-fi guy. Yeah. You just don't believe in any of it in the in reality. I don't believe in in things right now. You mean like like ghosts and telekinesis? Is that what you're saying? Any of these sort are, of. Are you the skeptic, or are you the? Why, why are you trying to sell me on this <laughs> stuff? <laughs> because I want the audience to be on your side, and I feel like they're gonna hate you because they hate me. That's okay. They can hate me. They can they can hate me. I don't I don't mind. Being and I'm actually joking this. about that. Like <laughs> half of them half of them don't hate me. Yeah, yeah. So it's fine. It's they fine. love you because you're curmudgeonly. Wait, that's why I love you. You know, I love you. I don't know that anyone you, is possible of loving me. I think there's a gravitational pull, but love. Maybe I don't love you. <laughs> I like you a lot. I think you're really you're you're a fascinating <laughs> person, and I'm always rooting for Wade Randolph. Well, thank you. Even though I make fun of you sometimes, but you make fun of me sometimes. So <laughs> yeah, it's like a whatever. It's a, it's a showing of love. So. Um, Okay. All right. So we've got all this figured out. Well, okay. Yeah, we've done the wow scale. Let's <laughs> let's do the uh, uh, topic. What are we talking about? Well, we were talking about 
the great filter. And I'm glad that you, like Mike, brought this topic up. And I, I think it's really great. Along, along the lines of the basically stemming from the Fermi paradox, I, I should read where this actually came from. Okay, but also, I don't know what the fuck the Fermi paradox is. <laughs> well, you're going to like this. This is, this is, less, uh, this is less, less conjecture than, well, it is conjecture, but it... it the Fermi paradox? Yeah, it's all conjecture. All right. Well, I mean, basically, the, the, it comes from the scientific community basically asking, and I say the scientific, well, whatever. Uh, where's the life in the universe? If the universe is so big, where's the life? What? There's no evidence of anything. We've seen oh, like, nothing. Like the first question, do you believe in aliens? Yeah, yeah. Everyone says yes. But this is asking, then where the fuck is it? Yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no, we're not picking up radio waves. Sure, that weird, maybe the Tesseract or the, I mean, the, 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 the thing that was around that, uh, around that solar system or like, oh. Oh, the Dyson Sphere? The Dyson yeah. Sphere, yeah. That's yeah. And like, oh, that, that is like an inkling of like, that could be something. That mm-hmm. could be something. That weird uh, uh, cigar-shaped uh, object that came into our solar system. That could be something. That could be something. Yeah. Everything could be something. The 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 as the hang on real quick. What happened? What happened with that? Oh, sorry. What happened with that cigar thing that that we talked about last week? Who it's, was on? Uh, was it Mike Henry on last yeah, week? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. I mean, right now, right now, still. Oh, it's thing. still. Yeah. Who's yeah. Mike okay. Henry? Do I know Mike Henry or no? Uh, you. You probably don't know him. You recognize the name because Mike Henry is a big Family Guy writer. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, yeah it's different Mike Henry. Okay. Oh, but, oh, but different, we'll different him guy. Not too. Not the Family Guy. Not the Family Guy. Oh, okay, just different Mike Henry. Okay. We'll have him on. Oh, I don't care then. That's fine. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, so yeah, the the giant cigar shaped asteroid called Umamu Mamu or something like that. Or... Nice. That's a great name. <laughs> Who's naming these things? I, it's some sort of Hawaiian name, I believe. Oh well, shit. Now I feel bad. Oh, well, sorry. You're, no one's. I love the Hawaiians. I, no one's upset. I mean, you didn't even go into the like being offensive. Right? I mean, <laughs> I just I made fun of their process of naming things. I don't know who named it though. Maybe it was like someone who has like some sort of grudge against them. Oh, well, yeah. it's they weird. could be appropriating that culture. You know, yeah. using our our whole history, even using the words "discover." Oh, I discovered this comet. Fuck you. I got to name it because I saw it first. I, I, I agree that there's validity to it, but I'm also like that that sets the stage for ev- for for you to be so important and, and to take away from the humanity of it, I, I think. The humanity of a rock? Well, like, like, like personalizing something that you looked at. Ah, I'm the first one to stand on this thing. It's mine. Uh, who gives a shit? What else are we going to call it? Well, I mean... The one rock that has that, those three uh, little rocks on top of it? Not that we need to vote on it, you know. We really don't. Uh, Please, but, let's but, not. But, uh, you know, like... I just get annoyed when... Th- I get annoyed for the names of most things within life. If your company is fucking... Hey, we're toilet boys. What, whatever. Like, there's so many... <laughs> toilet fucking- boys is an amazing uh, name. I, I, I know. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, it's actually pretty good. But like, uh, you know, well, uh, fucking... You're raging against nothing right now. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I want you to. I mean, I do want you to continue this thought, but okay. I want to. I want to <laughs> see where it goes. So. You're mad that the person who first saw the thing anybody, in the whole world, anybody who gets names to name anything, it after himself, anybody who names everything, they do a bad job. Well, you it. named your son. But we, we, it was pretty good, though. We did a good job. <laughs> well, I don't know. His name's a Wizard. No, that's his 
fourth name. Okay, but you know, some could argue. <laughs> his fourth name is Wizard. Uh, well, no, it's uh, Maurice Wallace Wizard Roberts. All right. He could that way. He that was Moose. Well, uh, Nick Maurice Wallace is. I'm where saying Moose comes those from. in oh, okay. those in glass houses, Willie. I I I 100% agree with you, but but you know everybody's doing a bad job of naming things. <laughs> I think you might you might have to take a step back and reset and come back harder at this because <laughs> I don't know Wade, Wade's making sense here, man, and that's <laughs> yeah. But you're a one. This is true. This of is course, true. you're going to agree with me. Well, I mean, no, it's all right. Well, let's let's talk about this great filter, about the Fermi paradox. And the idea that where are all the aliens? Wait, I mean, so, okay, the, what are you saying? Fer so, so, so Fermia paradox? Fermi. Fermi, Fermi there, paradox, there is, which we've established. And then named what after is, the guy named Fermi. And then what is the great filter? So Fermi asked the question, if, if the universe has been around for 14 billion years, mm -hmm. and the Earth's been around for 4 billion years, and we've been around for, you know, like 100,000 years, isn't it, how is it that another society on a different planet has not colonized the the uh, the solar system, the galaxy, the universe. I mean, theoretically, you could colonize an entire galaxy in maybe two million years, traveling at like a hundredth the speed of light. So why hasn't that happened? Out of out of fourteen billion years, where is where are the aliens? And then and then like on top of that, right next to us is a great situation for life to actually do that. Um, Sirius A and Sirius B way older than us very close in our neighborhood there's a there there is a better chance for life to if it did flourish there to get outside of of them because they're so close they're in a binary system so close to I don't know, like being. And then, wait, is there an atmosphere and and everything on those planets? Like, are they? These are both. This is. These are two stars that have, you know, they sure they have planets in the. Oh, these are stars. Yeah, they have planets in their inhabitable zones. Okay. They're, they're very close to us, but like, right. if 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 life flourished in such a way to have advanced civilizations, this is a great place because because they're so close to each other, they have a better chance of going outside of their solar systems because they're so close to being aware of another solar system, I guess. Got right. it. And and if this is, if there's a... And they've been around a lot longer and whatever. Yeah, exactly. If there's, like, they say there's 400 billion stars in the in the galaxy alone. Okay. You know, and we're already finding out how many planets are surrounding. Like, the, the Hubble's every day is picking up new planets. Sometimes mm. larger, sometimes smaller. Sometimes ones that are in the habitable zone. And right now they say that there are, there are roughly, and roughly is a huge word, but there are roughly 10 billion planets like Earth in the Milky Way. 10 billion planets over 14 billion years. Just in our galaxy alone. How has not one of those planets sustained life to the point where they have created rocket ships to leave the sol their solar system, go to other solar systems, and continue to spread life? And How in the same vein, if they had technologies, and this is us, you know, projecting, but if a civilization was as sophisticated as ours, we would be able to pick up evidence of their life using the tools that we use to just be normal. Is exactly. that true? Really? We could. Yeah, I mean the the time to get here is definitely a part of that. You know, going at the speed of light, sure, 
but well, but we what what, what technologies like radio waves? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. That 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 is the main way that they've looked for aliens is searching for radio waves. That's what they look for radio waves. That's for sure. I mean, some Which, of our detections is very infant like right now but even like let's say someone living in the amazon right now like a native in the amazon who's never seen any other human being besides his tribe could look up and see jets flying overhead you know or helicopters i mean why haven't we seen any of that why haven't we noticed the stuff or heard those those signals and and this is a weird thing because i feel like we won't go deep into this. I want to keep talking in, in this realm. Of, but I feel like it is very... I think that existence is more on the non, in the non-physical realm. And I, 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 don't, I don't agree with calling it a physical existence because, because our senses are made to notice physical things. Mm-hmm. Sure, we've got other ways to look at things, you know, different spectrums of light we've observed the universe in many different ways but i like i'm under the suspicion that there is life out there you can find it and it is and not that it's purposefully being they they can't do the best job of keeping it from us but i think that it that it's out there but are you undercutting the entire theory by saying like oh well, we're just not perceiving it the correct way. I think when when okay, like take for example, just UFOs in the broad stroke, in in obviously just from the perspective of America, but UFOs. We have gotten to a point where you can become uncredible for noticing a UFO. Mm-hmm. If you're a pilot and you see a UFO, you can lose your, you can get your desk wings, they say. Because then you, even though you are an expert at your job, whether you're a military pilot or a commercial pilot, if you report a UFO, you get taken back and there are seem less credible. So so to me, that is a a clear and present push of, them saying, "Hey, don't see UFOs." Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, you're looking at very specific instances now. I mean, this should be. I mean, our galaxy, our universe, should be filled with. But I think it is. Well, then where are they? But uh, I mean, I mean, this is the weird thing about. What, what, this is what I. This is why I love talking about this because our this whole conversation no matter how smart you are, is a projection. And I'm not saying it's a projection of how smart you are, but it's like, how come we're not seeing it? Uh, when you, you know, I, 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 Steve, I follow this guy, Stephen Greer, and I think he's... Pam Greer's husband. Yeah. I, I think that he is, in my eyes... The next Carl Sagan. Carl Sagan was the guy for me before. Where I was like, this guy should speak for humanity. This guy, you know, has an empathy for all humans and wants us. Not that he wants us to find aliens, but he wants us to to go beyond where we're at. But you already got. Hang on, you already got into your viewpoint of this thing that we haven't really even firmly established. So, 
Oh yeah, the yeah, filter. Yeah. The, fil- Let's get the, into the great, great filter. filter. The great filter. So, so taking that into consideration, so the Fermi paradox, um, which is a theory, like as you say, like everything, everything we're talking about is all conjecture right now, and and scientists are like, we just don't have the answers. I'm not a scientist, but I just said we. So, um, so they're starting to postulate. They say, okay, well, if there are no aliens in in the universe, or if we can't observe them, why not? And the idea is that there's something which is prohibiting life from getting to that point of being able to spread out past their own solar system. Like we already know that we have gotten to the point where we can send ships all around our solar system. You know, mm-hmm. we, we have Voyager 1 and 2, which are now, you know, past the past heliopause the and, you know, like it's the, they're out into the, the deep void. We can do that. But if there are no other alien species in, in the trillions of galaxies out there that we can observe, that we think are there... Why not? What's stopping them? What has, so that's what they call the great we're, filter. Yeah. We're so we're actually so young compared to the universe. That, yes. That we should see evidence of people doing what we do, even if and 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 they su- suppose that there could be civilizations that then learn to harness the power of the sun of their sun, and we would see evidence of that. And that's why that Dyson Dyson sphere was the first time of like, oh fuck. I mean, you reference that, but that's. That doesn't exist, the Dyson sphere. That's a theory, right? That's a theory. Yeah, that's that's what they thought it was. It's a theory because it, the the evidence that they're looking at doesn't isn't supported by anything. That, Wait, but what they saw something that they originally thought was a Dyson sphere. It was one in the paper that was I believe it's Jody's Star or something, whatever it was called. I can't remember. This this uh, astronomer she saw this star and it was dimming in this weird pattern that she couldn't explain. Okay. And so she she went through a whole bunch of different things. And and also starting from the from the fact of oh not I'm sure she didn't go like oh there's life here it's just like what could this be? Yes. Is this is this comets around around going around it? Like there's not a consistent like pattern to say like oh every 3 days you know there wasn't anything consistent about it. So it made it even more weird. It's it's a rare weird case that it's still not explained. It's and not, just, I'm sure most of our listeners know, but a Dyson sphere is a, a, a thing that you build around the sun to harness its energy. Yes. Watch uh, Star Trek Next Generation episode, Relics. Oh, my God. <laughs> have you ever seen that one? Do you know that one? I'm sure I have, but I, I'm such a bad memory guy that, like, Do I you, have to re- Can you just list everything. the season yeah, number, yeah. episode number? I believe it's season five. I don't know the episode number. Right? Right. But it's the one with Scotty. Scotty comes back. He, so the the doctor? From, no, no, Scotty. The, the the engineer? Yes. Okay. Yes, Wade. Yes. <laughs> I need more power. Yes, that's okay. the Scotty. He comes back after being a transporter malfunction because they crash on this Dyson sphere, which is surrounding the star. I've definitely seen it then because him coming back. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it was, was it actually, the same guy? It was the actual actor? Scotty? Yeah. Wow. How yeah, old among, was he? Wasn't he old in the original one? He was in his forties. What? That's it? Yeah. Most of these he's guys a, are younger. He's the guy us that now. went through the biggest changes uh, physically. Wasn't he like a? <laughs> yeah, wasn't yeah, he yeah, like he a got, big yeah. gray-haired dude? Yeah, but in the original series, man, he was a little. He was a skinny, black-haired dude who, you know. Oh, okay. I guess I'm picturing him from the movies and transposing it onto the original. Yeah, series. he was a little heavier in the movies. Yeah, okay. definitely uh, got a little heavier. Here's here's what'll blow your mind. Are you guys ready for this? Yes. Ed Asner, the first season of Mary Tyler Moore, he was like 42. He's so old. He's how old is he now? 
Well, now he's only like 80 because that was only like 40 years ago. <laughs> but well, he was, I, I see what you're saying. But yeah. he was playing like a fucking a grandpa on that show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just it it turned my world upside down. It's it's like it's weird though. Like back then, like you could have someone. Um, well, it's, it's like like I mean, not to go too deep, but in Lucy, like I love Lucy. Yeah. Ethel, I mean, was supposed to be much older, but she was like almost exactly Lucy's age, but she wanted her to be like 10 years older. Right. So they, you know, she just looks older, you know, and she sort of does. They paired her with a much older man, which helped. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But when you actually look at them side by side, it's like, yeah, they could be the same age. Yeah. He was always, he was always a little bit of an outlier, but right. Um, Cause he was kind of a hard drinker. So yeah, he had the, you ever seen one of the, he had like the shakes. Oh, don't even talk about that. I'm going through it. <laughs> Right now? <laughs> yes. No, you're holding it well, rock we steady. we talked about it on the mini episode. It's, it's a whole thing. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll, I'll go back and listen to that one. Um, <laughs> so, so anyways, to circle this all back, there, there is this theory, this terrifying theory, that either this great filter has, sto- has somehow stopped all other alien life from getting to a point of having a sort of a galactic prominence. So it's either before us or after us. Either before us, which meant that somehow... We slipped through the great bear, uh, the great filter, which means that at some stage, like life doesn't evolve beyond like molecule, organic molecules, or or single-celled animals, or or doesn't develop any sort of sentience and just stays on the planet, or it's ahead of us, which means that something happens before any alien species can lift off into the cosmos that wipes them out, either like by their own hand. Or something else. Well, okay. Let me ask you this. We don't know if there's life on those planets, right? No. No. So they could still be... Couldn't they just be tied with us? <laughs> tied? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. tied. Like, uh-huh. if it's a space race... Yes. Couldn't they be in the same sort of situation we are where we're like okay now we're exploring the solar system? The answer is yes, but it's so unlikely because of how much... We're, we're 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 so young, in so many. Our ways. solar system, everything, our planet, our solar system, are compared to compared to the universe, which is about fourteen to fifteen billion years old. Yeah, but and what about compared to these other? Some, but then think. Well, like we can't really see other things that are similar to that's us. That's what I'm saying. So, well, like, just because the universe is old doesn't mean they are. Well, but I mean, like, so then you're then the supposition is that that all life basically has this kind of start mark from. When we started, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like we don't know how old they are. But any, so to assume that they're much older than us. But anything that's close to us is much older than us. I, I mean, that we're actually kind of looking at like Sirius A and Sirius B, and we know that. Yeah. How? Science uh, shit. Yeah, science, science shit. shit. Okay, yeah, we say yeah. that. <laughs> um, 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 because uh, I mean, what, what's weird is that within this. We have also realized how much more rare our situation is here. You know, you look at the the way that our our sun works. We're pretty. It burns pretty evenly. You know, it it, it doesn't like convert the energy so much that it's going to burn out quicker or so low that it, there's not enough energy. We've got the the planets in our in our outer solar system are big enough to where they protect us more than any fucking anything mm. we could ever come up with you know like even jupiter the last comet that hit it you know like that's mm-hmm. a perfect example of that's our biggest defense of these huge planets right outside of us and and then you know like we have the moon 
the moon is the most the moon is the most fascinating thing in our solar system i think because it doesn't belong it's too big for our planet it's too big yep it it basically creates a heartbeat with our with our planet because the the way that it's moved the oceans have you know created the situation for life to really flourish so this is depressing everything that you're saying is we are the only thing in i don't believe that though but i like wait are you saying we're the only thing in the entire universe or that we're the only thing in this galaxy anything that we can see we we really can't you know you can look out and look at stuff we can we can notice planets are in the the goldilocks zone but we that's as far as we can see well but and then we also don't see evidence i know of that there's like i know that there's like mm-hmm. science and stuff but if i can see to an island and there are people there that doesn't mean they can make it to me do you know what i mean but uh, well not now but let's say that like a thousand years goes by do you still think those same people will still be on that island with no inclination to come to the next island the next island the next island and also, if you can see hmm. something far away, you're actually looking into the past. So they may have already, their civilization may have already gone to the stars and we can't see that. But also, I'm assuming that there are people on that island when there probably aren't. It's just some little dumb fucking island. Yeah, or yeah. maybe they came and went. Maybe they died. Maybe they're, you know, like you get there in year 1000 and they lived from year 400 to year 600. I guess, why am I missing the part where... There's if because all this theory is, is like if there were any life in any of those things that we can see, we would have they would have already been to us. Well, I don't understand the the logic. The biggest thing is this. If if they have the technology to go into space, we assume that there would be remnants of that technology that we could look at, meaning, you know, we've got. We can look at uh, an X-ray of the universe. We can look at the uh, an MRI of the universe. We can look at the different spectrums of light that we that aren't visible, and we haven't ever seen any thing, thing that supports any sort of technology. Okay. No, 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 no fossil fuels burning. No, no energy being you know no spikes in energy. I don't I don't know. Just like the the way that we, we can observe in a multitude of ways the universe i mean even think about like this think about the native americans you know who who are on you know in the continent for a thousand years and they were just kind of cool but meanwhile across the rest of the world it was developing and then humanity showed up and now you know 400 years later the entire world is covered with you know almost eight billion people you know it just it just happened it just continued to grow that's just what happened so why hasn't that happened on a galactic scale, why hasn't and and even if you if you take it like like let's say like China or J- Japan was very like kind of a locked down country for a while, you know, went to the Edo period where it's like no, we're not going to leave, but then there's other countries which are still doing that. So flip a coin a billion times and hope that it comes up tails each time, because if it comes up heads one time, they're going to go all across the entire galaxy and completely colonize it. That that's what we're saying right now is that somehow the universe has flipped the coin a billion times and come up tails every single time, because otherwise the aliens would be here already. Otherwise they'd be here. maybe they I mean maybe they are I mean there's the I, I want to get into that. Well, what okay, all right. Why don't we take a quick break and uh, and then we'll get into that. 
Hey everybody, welcome back to Real Life Sci-Fi with Wayne and Willie. Our, our, uh, our guest is our good friend Mike McCafferty. Mike, thanks for being here. Mike Vember, you're a part of... Uh, I think it's November Mike. November Mike. November Mike. Mike Vember. Mike Vember. Mike Vember's and okay. month of Mike's. Month of Mike's? What, why? Is everyone else named We've Mike? Had, you're the fifth Mike. Oh, wow. There was just a few Mikes in a row and we are like, oh, let's do a bunch of Mikes. That's why I was like, well, who who canceled? You guys you know, got me so quick. <laughs> it's like after two years, like we got to get Mike. Like, oh, now well, I get it. You know, it's funny because see, that's why you shouldn't tell them. Every, uh, no, I, I like that better. It makes me feel better that I'm not like just some like last second replacement. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm part of a theme. I'm okay with that. That's fine. So, so you've had Mike Henry, like fake Mike Henry. Well, first we had Mike Burns, then Mike Bridenstine, two Chicago comics that we okay. know. Then we did who's the third? Mike Henry. Oh, well then okay. he's four. I thought you said five. Yeah, it's in my. I don't count well. So you're head. number four. Congratulations. So who's who's gonna be next? You can get Chilean or Mike Chilean or we might get Chilean. We might get Manasevich. Oh yeah. Um, uh, Mike Rose is next. Oh, there's Mike. Oh, Mike Rose. Rose. Yeah. God, all good Mikes. Yeah. And he's Mikes. never been on the show. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's gonna be great. He's gonna be better than this for sure. Well, he's no, not gonna know anything, but this is pretty pretty good. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're talking about <laughs> the great filter, right? And yep. before we get into your thing about us not being able to perceive aliens. I want to know what the actual, why is it called the great filter? Is it like, I got it right here. It sounds like a nefarious, like once you get to this point, you've been filtered out and extinguished. Somebody in 1996 wrote an article. uh, His name was Robin Hanson. And the, and in his he wrote an online essay because he read the Fermi paradox and, and it was called the Great Filter. Are we almost the Hansons it? were tearing up the charts with their hit single mm, Bop, but there's another Hanson. But their dad was saying Bop. Mm. He uh, was saying Hail Bop as the ca- <laughs> wow. Look at that. <laughs> Bring it in, Wayne. Wow. <laughs> So basically, he wrote an, a, a, a good online essay that got a lot of people thinking. Oh, it was just an online essay, basically? Yeah. And he just named it The Great Filter. Well, with- because, I mean, because he was postulating, like, because Fermi just said, where is everybody? Where are all the aliens? You know, I mean, if we're, like, sitting in this, you know. Like, va- if we found evidence of life, even, let's say let's say the pyramids on Mars were real, then that's even more doomsday for us, because I'm like, here's a previous civilization that went past us, yeah. you could say, and they're not around. And so it's like, fuck, man, we were either on the way up and we're the first, or we're on the way out, and there's no, and then life is over. Well, life is over. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it will be. I mean, it's almost know. weird debating if aliens exist at this point because, like, what do we have? A hundred years? A hundred years before what? Well, but let's let, we're just let's dead? say let's say in a hundred years we have a big nuclear before, blowout. There's going to be some... Mad Max territory. And shit oh, you like think that? that? You think? Yeah, kind of. What? Now, why? Why do you think that? I think the global warming thing is going to hit us pretty hard. I think the oceans will rise. We'll all move inland. Water will start to be more scarce. Maybe more of a water world scenario. Yeah, but Except water world, yeah. Waterworld so, was a bad yeah, movie. We, we, we I'd rather go with Mad boats. Max yeah. rules. Mad Max is okay. Uh, Waterworld, I think, like if all the glaciers melted, like it's only like forty-three feet 
higher the. It would the, still never be yeah entirely yeah, like, like, yeah, water yeah. right. Although I will say, I used to work at Universal Studios Hollywood, and the Waterworld show is still going strong. <laughs> Because it's badass. <laughs> it is. It's great. It's it's yeah. so much better than the actual movie. <laughs> it's a stunt show. Yeah. yeah, it's great. They light a guy on fire like five stories up, and he falls in this water. It's yeah, amazing. if you're in Hollywood, <laughs> check it out. Hey, go check it out. It's I'm a little at, overpriced ticket. I but know. I was going to say, I'm so mad at Universal. Their prices are so expensive because I love it. Well, it used they to do a good job there. But isn't it like buy like it's not that expensive. I mean, like if you want to buy like an annual pass for Disney, it's like six or seven hundred dollars. Like. Every single day, no blackouts. If you want to buy like a, a, a universal ticket, it's like maybe like a hundred and I think it was a hundred and eighty dollars. I think. Yeah, or, but that's if you want to go back to Universal. My son loves it. He does loves he? It. Yeah. Of course, I, I left that job as soon as he decided to love it, so I couldn't get him in <laughs> free. But. I don't know. Last time I was there, it was like sixty bucks, and I was like, "This is what you have an Indiana Jones roller coaster and that same tour from the '80s when I was here as a kid." No, it's they, they've they've now they got like Harry Potter land and all that shit. Like the sad thing is, and I know this is a divergence, but whatever. It's you know, I mean, Universal Studios, the back lot was super cool. I mean, when I used to work there, we used to work at the Jurassic Park ride. You know, as a paleontologist, whatever. I saw you working there once with your outfit on. Did you really? I was working. Uh, we talked for a second. I was I was working on weeds. The, uh, the last couple seasons we oh, shot. Oh, that's at right. Yeah, so I saw you backstage, right? Yeah, we, yeah. I was like walking around because I go, I would just like <laughs> like during my lunch break, I just walk around the back lot. It was so it was so great, man. You could see all this great history. No, and- lots are cool no matter where you're at. I was on the one of the shittiest lots in Hollywood, just walking around. I got to see like a fire station, and a bunch of fire trucks and stuff. Yeah. Which I was like, this is cool. Uh, fucking, it used to be called Hollywood Center. I think now they changed. Oh, it Hollywood to Center's like, pretty bad. Hey, you know what's badass about Hollywood Center? That uh uh who's wait did they wait. shoot Lucy there or something I, yeah 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 they shot Lucy who's there. the guy that uh, I I get these guys mixed up uh there was a guy I can't remember I'm so fucking dumb they made a Las Vegas set he was the guy that first started doing nonlinear editing basically um uh, he made a huge they made Las Vegas on that uh. Was, on was that it Coppola? Lot? No. Who's the guy that who's who's the guy that looks like Coppola because he's got the beard and the and and a little overweight and uh, who's the know. other guy? Beard and a little overweight. He's a director. Or yeah, a lot of classic people. classic director. Kubrick. Yeah, Kubrick. Oh, okay, Kubrick. Yeah. Well, maybe, Wait, he made maybe it was Coppola. Anyways, one of those guys made a movie there. And they recreated Las Vegas. They they spent the money to build Las Vegas on that lot. No, that's not possible. Are yeah. we still talking about the same lot? There's yeah. like only like six buildings yeah, on yeah. that lot. How could they? Yeah, I don't understand they could and, do that. Because and they spent so-, so much money that the company went under. He I, had he had he had studios in San Francisco. Then he moved down here and and create and had bought that studio. They built this Las Vegas set and they lost all their money. That seems crazy. I yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, do some, I'm sorry, uh, we couldn't think of it. It's one of those. It's one of those two, though. It's either Kubrick or Coppola. Okay, well, this this is gonna need some some internet digging because I'm I'm with Wade on this. I I mean I don't see how you could build anything because it's so packed tight. The Hollywood Center Studios, like there's no like there's no thoroughfare that you could but actually that bit, build. You know when you walk in and there's that huge opening, like like the parking lot kind of zone. That was Vegas. All right, maybe. And maybe. there's this huge number where they travel through the streets of Las Vegas. It's all one shot, and I don't know. It's not necessarily one shot, but okay. What movie was it? All right, wait, wait, let's 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 not even let's. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I, Wade's typing away. We've we've. But it's a it's a fascinating 
lot history. Anyways, Hollywood Center Studios is a great studio because it's it is it right in the middle of Hollywood. It has so much history. I worked on Mad TV there. I hate it because I was a fucking PA there, so that's my introduction yeah. to uh, Hollywood. And it's just like getting people sandwiches and then uh, yelling at me for not getting yeah. the right sauce and shit like that. I always talk about this. Me, Wade, and Matt Bronger were all PAs for this company. Uh huh. And there was a moment where we were all. I knew that we were all funny. But we were so depressed from the job that we were just quiet for hours, just sitting in this room waiting to Ugh. be the next guy to go do something, you know? They'd have us all wait in a room, be like, who wants to go get sandwiches? We'll do it. Who wants to go make copies? We'll do it. Just to get out? You guys were just, like, hoping to be called next? Yeah. Oh, man. I Like, if that's your job in that Hollywood Center Studios... That's terrible. That's the worst because yeah, that it, it is. There's nothing exciting about that place. But it is nice to go back there, knowing that you're that's not you anymore. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I kind of made it a little bit. <laughs> I don't yeah. have to get people lunch here anymore. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Yeah, I remember I, I shot uh, my second episode of Austin and Alley, a Disney show there, and I was going to be a recurring character on that. And I remember leaving because they loved me so much that day, and they're like, oh, you're coming back. We've got so many episodes planned for you. It's so funny. I remember driving away from that place, driving on the lot, thinking, I'm in fucking Hollywood, man. I'm a fucking Hollywood actor. This is so great. And then they never used me again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, was, it was so great. It was like... Oh, shit. Okay, I've got it. Okay. Oh, you got it? Okay, tell yeah, me. Yeah, first of all, it's called now Sunset Las Palmas Studios. Mm. In 1980, director Francis Ford Coppola purchased the lot, intending to use it to produce a slate of films. Among them was the ambitious movie musical One from the Heart. And from that's that film... Really, that's a really good movie. Okay. Uh, so it was Coppola who did it. Is that, what, is yeah. that what we're saying? Okay. For that film, Coppola transformed the entire lot into a giant set that included a replica of part of Las Vegas's McCarran Airport. Cost overruns on the film combined with its poor box office performance caused Coppola to fall into financial difficulties and the lot was sold again. So yeah. So, so you're kind of right. They turned one, it into one from the an heart, airport. But they they did the they did a Las Vegas street there also. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, but a the giant air, the set air, that included but the, but the airport was the one where they lost the money cuz they brought it was so big. Yeah. That's, that's a great movie. No, you've been backed up. Which one, one from the heart? To, uh, yeah. I've never seen it. It's that oh, uh, Terry Gar is in it. Oh wow! Okay, she's great. Um. So so yeah. Let's I get mean, back to ul- yeah. We can, ultimately, we can. Uh, uh. Oh wait, wait. Where were we going before I got into it? So you were saying that the reason that this uh great uh the great filter yes doesn't is not necessarily applicable is because we. Can't perceive. Not, yeah. Oh, oh, we're getting into me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. Okay. Take take this for example. This is in the history of um. If you take the history of UFOs, you can parallel it with the history of nuclear weapons. Um, meaning, most of the biggest UFO sightings have either been around nuclear bases or have been. Are, are are coupled with it, meaning okay, meaning Roswell, for example. Mm-hmm. Roswell supposedly a ship got you know hit by a lightning storm, whatever. They, they recovered it. Uh, what would UFOs be doing in Roswell? It's the middle of New Mexico. That was the location of the bombardier squad that had the only bomb squad that had nukes. They, okay, the the bombers from 
Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima were there. Yeah. Um, um, I could go on, but whatever. Um, if you were a civilization that could go, that could travel throughout the universe, I believe that you're not dealing with the speed of light. You've learned how to travel transdimensionally. Okay. Because the speed of light is still comparable to us driving down the highway. Mm-hmm. You're driving... If, if you were to travel the universe at the speed of light, your civilization would not last from you going from one solar system to the other because it takes so long. It takes light years to get somewhere. So that... If, if they were that technologically advanced, you would lose out anyways because you'd spend your existence driving to the next place and never get there. Right, yes. Right, like the 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 the, the premise of Wally. The premise of Wally? The premise of Wally. I don't I don't remember <laughs> that one too. Well. Explain that. I wanna I wanna hear this. <laughs> well as far as I remember, all the people are on the spaceship uh getting fat because it took so long to get to where they were going that they had like generations and generations Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's not the premise of Wally. The premise of Wally is that is that humanity polluted the Earth so much that they had to sit in those ships, and then basically like the corporation said, "Don't ever come back to Earth. It's completely polluted." So they just sat out there. They oh. had fast and light drive, so they were, they were fine because they, they traveled back to Earth like in twenty seconds. Okay, the premise of Wally in my mind. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's- which was <laughs> coupled with uh, Civilization Revolution Five, oh, yeah, that's uh, a good one. where you would have to build a ship to get to Alpha Centauri, and you would have to populate it with enough people where so many generations would go by, like a generation ship. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like Such the, a good game. Oh, was that? Uh, it's the little. It's right. the little one. It's the little one for consoles. It's not the. It's not the big one for. But isn't that the end of the game of Civilization? Like where like they, they take off to the other. They or, give you the yeah. report. Like, it's one of the ways that you win. Right? Yeah. You, yeah. You you build generation ships, then you take off. Yeah. So, have you guys watched The Expanse? Somebody TV just show? told me to watch that, and I keep forgetting to. So fucking. Uh, what, what, which one is that? It's it was on the Sci Fi Channel. It got canceled, and now it's going to be on Amazon. People Sweet. keep. But okay, but for me, who doesn't like any Star Trek? Mm-hmm. I've tried. It, it's it's much more based in reality. Like like they don't go to different plant different solar systems. They can't. Okay. They're just like we, you know, we're here in Mars. There there's people on Earth. There's people on Mars. There's people in the asteroid belts. That's it. Okay. And it takes a while to get from one place to the other because they have to they power up their ships and they fly and that's where the gravity comes from from the acceleration and then halfway through they turn it around they break and that's where the gravity comes from. If they stop, no gravity. Like all these science fiction shows where there's artificial gravity, that's yeah. the hardest thing to do in the universe is to create artificial gravity. Yeah. I mean, it's... And, and also, they... I'll take that a step further and say they don't fully understand how gravity works. No, no. I mean, it's... it's Why? Cr- what? You just need mass? No, that's not it. Oh, it needs to be rotating? No, that's not it either. It yeah. also leads to Willie's point of... We went from horses to trains to cars... To jets, to space shuttles, the next thing is trans dimensions. It it really has to be like. I mean, maybe you, a few you, steps. You look at, in between you look at there. Elon Musk, for example. Mm-hmm. He 
to me, should, the... should be a champion. But he's just, a, you know, another rich king. Uh, See, but this is classic you. You're hating the guy who's, like, trying to do the most stuff. But he might... Here's the thing that's going to happen is... Though anybody going to Mars isn't going to make it because whatever ship they have isn't going to have the protection but don't you of think, them outside of the electromagnetic. But don't field. you think he's? It's kind of a baby steps thing. We're not. We're not trying to like. Baby they're, steps. They're going to send people to Mars by 2020 or something like that. You know what I mean? Something well, very soon. Yeah, yeah, and, and people will die. And I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying, they're, we're going to watch them all die. Oh yeah, yeah, they'll yeah they'll all die because it's it's getting to Mars is going to be incredibly difficult. Oh, so you're saying it's too it's. Like two baby steps. Like we're skipping a step. We we don't actually understand space. Is what I'm I saying. thought you wanted. Uh, but I'm saying I want I want rich private people to advance the space sector because the government version of it is so under lock and key, top secret. Don't tell you anything that we'll never move forward in that. You look at all the space shuttle missions, you're like, oh, we're in space again. It's like, no, no, this is a top secret mission where they're releasing satellites to spy on the world, and that's it. And they show us that dog and pony of them being like, ah, look at, I can eat my chocolate milk. It's floating. Hey, let me ask you guys this, about this entire concept of yes. the, the great filter. Like, what do we get out of, like, Earth right now? or the United States or however, whatever microcosm you need. What's the point? Like, so yeah, we're trying to go to Mars. We already know that like we can't inhabit that, right? Unless we terraform it, which we also know we can't do. Yeah. So what if there are people like us out there that's just like, what's the point? Like, what do we, why would we travel outside of this thing where we know we're just going to die? You guys are saying right now, like, he's going to send people to Mars who are going to die. So why would, why would anyone venture outside of their star system? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's, isn't it? I mean, why did people go to America? I mean, like, why did Columbus try to sail there? I mean, because it's a new, a new frontier. But, but the sad answer is you're 100% wrong. We have never expanded to uh, expand our horizons. It's always been somebody trying to make money. Well, this is true too. Well, or or to prove a point, the moon the moon yeah, landing yeah. was was a political like you know you know ideological battle. But that the I think the moon landing was actually uh, we can put nukes in space and and then that's the you'll never know where they're coming from. You don't know if it's from us. You can't you can't immediately retaliate on us because so do you think it's just us we're we're too divided as a species to like get beyond our solar system yeah we're we're already gonna mine the moon right there's companies that but then you're envisioning a perfect society somewhere else who have figured it all out and they're like we're gonna go colonize everything i'm hopeful in in thinking that there is a race of beings that have gone beyond our problem our problem is that and and I'll and I'll compare the king and queen of whatever civilization. Also, we've always just been basically a corporation. We've been making money for somebody else. That's what the history of humans has been, mostly through expansion and technology. And so, technology is reserved for those people making the money. And and we will never send people to Mars because that's where we should go. It'll but that's always our hangout, though. And like, why should we go to Mars? Like, what is there on Mars for us? We, we know there's nothing. What's there. great is we should go there because of the relics of ancient civilizations there, which 
you know, uh, I, I I believe those are real, but I also believe that like, oh shit, what does that mean? But this is another fork in the road for you yeah, yeah. and your opinions because like, you can, and maybe it can be all things, but like, you either believe that like there's other civilizations out there. Well, wait. Now I'm getting lost in my well, own Stephen thoughts. Stephen well, he he advocated that we leave Earth and go to the different planets because he saw a, a lot of scientists are afraid. Like, what if there is something that is catastrophic that happens on Earth? What will happen to humanity? That's one of the reasons to go to Mars. That's one of the reasons we to go. We shouldn't go Venus last River. minute because we have to leave. We should go places right. preemptively to. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I mean, you're right. I mean, it is for the most part, it is economic. Um, although I will say that like Voyager 1 and 2 it was purely an exploratory mission and those are the two things yeah. that may outlive everything that humanity has ever done these two little robots floating in outer space but then again my question become with the great filter is that if we created these two robots that you know just like on a lark in the 1970s mm. we didn't have our shit together anyways what, why haven't in the 14 billion years in the one million habitable planets in this galaxy, why didn't, how has there not been another species that says, okay, let's build these probes. They're going to go out to every single star that they see. When they get there, they're going to create a copy of itself or 10, send out to, to 10 more stars, and then that one's going to keep on circling for eternity, broadcasting a message around that solar system saying, hey, we were here. We're on this star. I mean, L- let me ask you this. this. And this is crazy. And I love this idea. And we've talked about this before. Um, whenever people there, there are a lot of people that have done ayahuasca and have dis- described during their trip encountering beings and what, they, and multiple people have described the same type of beings. Now, what, what's ayahuasca? I don't know. Realm. It's 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 a uh, it's a hallucinogenic drug. But the but but that specific stuff your brain produces when you um when it's DMT when you when you dream and when you die right okay I know yeah yeah so you have and that so some people have suggested that the equivalence of the probe but not the technological version of it is like shrooms for example mm-hmm. what if mushrooms Terrence McKenna proposed this idea. If mushrooms were that probe, these things, mushrooms could live in space. What if the mushrooms were travel spent throughout the universe? And when you take them, it like is a, a way to communicate instantly that like, hey, I'm intelligent. Here I am. I, I mean, I mean, it's just an I, it's an abstract idea because I think that when we try to perceive other beings in the universe, we project ourselves so much that we cannot actually perceive any of them meaning uh, yeah but now you're tainting you're not even asking anything you just said a bunch well, of well, shit well, to well, prove he, your but, point but here, here's my question my question is um, if if a civilization could live beyond its solar system a this is a projection too I don't believe that they'd be driving through space and so that's why I bring up transdimensional but mm-hmm. if you were a transdimensional species and you let's say you needed something from our earth um you wouldn't have to communicate with us you wouldn't have your presence wouldn't might not even be understood as a presence because once you go transdimensional mm-hmm 
What's the question? <laughs> well, the question the question is, could we even perceive an alien? Is what I'm saying. Like they're not. Would they, what if their craft? Sure, we've seen everything. You know, or the ideas from our minds, but could we even could we even perceive them? We have. I I, I understand what your question yeah, yeah. is, and again, I I you know I mean, that is entirely possible. But you're thinking from a solitary alien or civilization, or po possibly even multiple. Think about, think about if there's like one guy in New York City who's a really kick-ass ninja, who can like you know take the subway and not be seen. You know, like you can't see him at all, but he's out there observing us, right? And that's that extra-dimensional people you're talking about. What about the other like 11 million people that live in New York that we should be seeing everywhere? Yeah. Like what about the what about the alien species that don't have transdimensional that says no fuck it we're gonna we're gonna go man we're gonna build these generational ships we're gonna go that way that way that way that way but if you I mean I mean my my problem is take colonialism and apply it to an alien race that is traveling throughout the solar system uh, so you just hit on my major problem with this entire theory which is. If it's a different species, they might not have that innate sort of like, oh, we've got to like Expand, explore and fucking own, yeah, colonize. Like, and we've got to spread collect. out. They could just be like, oh, yeah, this is great. We're all cool. Especially if you're proposing that they're just like, they're all working together. Then why fucking ever go anywhere? Yeah, yeah. They my, might have a utopian society. They could have like. So my parallel, my question and parallel is. If you can get outside of your solar system, then I, I would assume that you have mastered your existence. You understand your point in life. You know, we don't we don't understand and whatever, whatever. But didn't you just say that we can almost do that? Well, uh, well, 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 but the thing well, we are very far from mastering any. Oh, aspect. no, no. Yeah. Well, well, I, what I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that. I feel like if you can go beyond your solar system, then the main thing that you would want to collect from the universe is information. That's it. Mm -hmm. You don't need food. You don't need resources. I say that because you've, you've figured out how to go beyond. And so to me, I feel like an intelligent race that can go beyond their solar system would only want to observe other races. And so, so this of course this falls in line with everything that i believe but like here we are you are a race observing other races and that is that is the commodity that mm -hmm. is the that is the gold and you see that they've that this race us have have like been figured out atomic weapons and that actually affects your existence because we don't understand all the different versions of dimensions and so us dropping nukes actually uh and this is a weird narrative that is in my head oh sweet and um um i hurt my knee i'm using my eyes so so the the commodity is intelligence and information so you would just observe and this this is a big so you're saying projection. the reason we haven't seen them is not because of this filter it's because they don't want to be seen yeah like like what what would what would what could any 
what what could we learn from from apes if ape, if we could finally communicate with apes what could we learn from them why would we need so anybody above us wouldn't want to be seen by us because they're not going to learn anything yeah but even the apes what I was mean, her we, jane 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 goodall yeah i mean yeah. she she sits with them all the time and we we have tours that go to them and check them out all the time like I understand what you're saying, so like it's sort of a stewardship kind of alien, but again, you're thinking of a singular alien. You know, I went to Vasquez Rocks a couple of days ago, and actually, you can check it out on my podcast. I just want to talk about Star Trek on the um, Gorn. Starburns, yeah, yeah, Starburns audio, audio the audio boom network, uh, pr- product, audio. Pr- I, I don't know what it's called. Actually. I don't know. Starburns um, Industries. <laughs> What's Starburns Audio? I think isn't it? Mm. Starburns Audio. Yeah. So so I went there and actually climbed up the rock. I just want to talk about Star Trek. Yeah, I, I do. This is all filtering back to it. And this is this is a it's actually a county park. But um, again, we're talking about like the stewardship of this of this Nash of this monument. Right. I mean, it is iconic. It, it's been in four original series to the next generation. It was in the 2009 movie. It's been in a bunch of like old Western movies. And I get up to the top and on one of the rocks, some jackass has spray painted something. Uh, They've graffitied it. Yeah. And for 99.9% of, of everyone who climbs those rocks, it's absolutely fine, you know? But there's one guy. There's always one guy who's going to fuck up that stuff. And so my question is, with billions upon billions of opportunities of, of alien species that could leave their solar system, who could do transdimensional, how come that one species hasn't shown up and, and fucked us up, you know? I mean, like, what... Like, I mean, maybe it's just because we're so young. Maybe it's because we've only been able to interpret, like you know, the, the cosmos for the past 50 years, 100 years. Um, but it's only a matter of time if there are aliens like that who are going to get past that stewardship of there is a There is a scenario where we're like a protected environment mm-hmm. and they're going like, leave them alone. Let's see if they make it to this thing. If we can go beyond all of our differences and get into space, you know, like... Well, it's for, like you know, 2001 or, I mean, you know, where they kind of protect... You know, Europa or something. 2010, yeah, actually. Yeah. It's just like any national park or whatever. Like, yeah, most people are fine with it. There's those couple jackasses who like push those boulders off of those things. Whatever. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but like, there is there's a there's a chance that like we are being protected by like the biggest uh, uh, the galactus community. of the universe. We is, are actually yeah, yeah. being prevented from going into space. You know, in the same way. Uh, oh, same I wouldn't say that. I would say like the reason we haven't seen any of that is because they're keeping it from us. That like that like that like them meeting with us is gonna is gonna meddle with our actual evolution of technology or or our consciousness or. Not to bleed Star Trek into this again. But but Starfleet has uh, the prime directive, which is no interference with any species that can't that before they hit warp drive technology, like right. before before they as soon as they are able to go wait, to wait, a hold different. On, hold on, let me try to think of the guy's name. Fuck, hold on, hold on. Uh, I can think of the actor. Starts with a Z. Zachariah Zephrin Zephrin Cockrum. Cockrum. Okay. Played by two different actors. Actually, yeah. original series had a short guy. And then James Cromwell shows up, espousing to be that guy, and he's like six foot nine or something. Yeah. Um, Where are you at in your podcast? Like, have you 
do you do you just watch the episodes and then talk about them or no, I hate that no I, I I just kind of do whatever I feel like I mean like I did I started this like two years ago where I was like really going through my midlife crisis where I was just like fuck I don't know what I'm gonna do with my life mm. and so it was the 50th anniversary of Star Trek and so I decided like I'm going to do a podcast about how I feel and how Star Trek makes me feel as as like a lens of, of my life and so I did that for the first 20 or 30 episodes and and like after the first four or five, like, you know, Dustin, actually, uh, Brian Weissel is like, oh, Dustin, you should check him out. Um, and now I just kind of do whatever, whatever I want. You know, I just kind of talk to, you know, I'll, I'll watch an episode. I'll, I'll climb Vasquez Rocks or whatever. It's just all you, no guests or anything? No, I'll have, I'll have, sometimes I have like, uh, like Callie on Fontecchio and uh, David Michelson. Um, They've both been guests here. Do you get, do you, do you, this is me also, this is a question that's projecting. Do you get upset when you hear Rectagina? Why? Why? Because it's mispronounced, or? Well, no, uh, no, because uh, uh, that was uh, I, I, when I watched Deep Space Nine. I felt like every actor was like, was like, had well, I've got to have my chance to say that I'm drinking, uh, drinking, I'm drinking this. Klingon coffee, Rectagina. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, it doesn't bother me that much. I, I, <laughs> I get mad every time I hear it. I'm like, oh, you're drinking that too? Fuck. I know, I know. Well, it's like, it was the, kind the, of the obviously. The, Ooh, is that when you fuck so hard that you wreck the vagina? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guys are talking about? Because that's not appropriate. Boy, you you crossed over that so hard, Wade. You really tried to make that work. <laughs> wreck the vagina, rock to Gina. It's, what? No, I'm, I'm 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 okay with that. I mean, we're we're pretty deep in this podcast. I think you can do that. It's, I think that was a great joke. I, I, you know, I, I think you've you've well, hit some better ones. First of all, first of all, I could have, I didn't hear, ro- I could have rocked the vagina. See, like, I, well, I, I heard rectagina first. I, I had such, I had such like high esteem for you when you were blocking Willie on his people shouldn't name stuff after themselves. I was like, boy, <laughs> Wade's really got him locked down, man. Like, like he's got him pinned, and then, you, like, like. Forty-five minutes no, later, you just—everyone's a hypocrite. You spend it all on that, man. Wait, yeah. hang on. There's no currency involved. I didn't spend anything. No, no. I, I there's currency. I was like, man, Wade is really on top of this. He's really, you know, you had your wow factor, and then well, it's the wow scale. Thanks wow for paying scale. attention. I, you know, that was a good joke for a guy who doesn't watch Star Trek. Just you guys are saying rectagina. Come on. I don't know. I mean, I. Let's take it to Twitter. They even have they even have Rakagina in that triple episode. I'm like, what? All right, I don't know what you guys are talking about. That's why I made the joke. It's uh, all right. It's I, I don't want to I don't want to get too hard on you there. I mean, I just you know I just, it's, you just it, it's it's one of those things where <laughs> you like pushed it, it really hard. Let's say you have I, a, it kind of got I I'm like, so I'm a dad. You're a dad too. Yeah, uh, I said it was inappropriate. I, no 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 no. I don't I don't care about that. But like I do all the dad puns and all the dad jokes and like I'm. I don't know, like something happens like when your kids get to a certain age where you start punning really hardcore and so you start going through every sort of like verbal backflip you can and I just, that one just was rough for me. I don't know, I just... I don't feel like I'm going to go through a pun thing ever. Oh no, I, oh, you will. No, you trust me, you will. I, 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 I hope it's, that it, you're I, right I, because I, I don't believe you and so I'd be, I like that. It, it it kills me, but like I'm sitting there and the kids are talking, and all of a sudden I'm I'm racing through all these like rhymes and puns I can make. I'm like, oh, what is my. the point? Just because you want to relate to them in some misguided way? 
I don't know. I think I think it's because their level of humor is so base at the time uh-huh. that like because people say uh, like puns are either the lowest or the highest form of humor, right? And so I think like you start doing these puns, like these dad joke puns for them, and they get it because they get the kind of the double yeah. the double play of words. And then you keep on doing it, and then they start going, Dad, because like, like they kind of leave that. <laughs> right. And then you start hammering it a little harder, and then you become an old man, you know? And like, fuck, I'm that guy, you know? So do you think your, your boys will get into space? Do you think we're that close to that? I don't know. You know, I thought when I was a kid watching Star Trek again, like when I was in like even like first or second grade or like elementary I was certain, I was positive that I would be on a deck of a starship. Me too. I mean, I mean, it was, it seemed inevitable, especially because like it was the seventies and we were on the moon and it's like, it's just a matter of time before we're on spaceships and they figure out like fast light travel. It made me think about how, what I should be because I was going to be that. I was going to represent humanity. Okay. Yeah. So, so you, what, so how did, how did that, how did that change you? Uh, I just, I just slowly, I slowly get more depressed every year because I'm like, we don't deserve to be, we don't deserve to meet intelligent beings. That's what I think. It did stagnate a bit though, right? Because when was, when was the invention of the car? Uh, like was it like early 1900s? Right. If I go by my Red Dead Redemption, it was like the early 1910s. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the Model T is like 1920s or something like that. Like the what was the Model T? Like the the first sort of like real car. Yeah. And then and then not even not even 50 years later, we're like flying to the moon. Yeah. And so it's like, what happened? Why did we stagnate? Now it's been another. I can't do the math. It's funny when they say, oh, you know what? Uh, uh, basically, the basic calculator is all the information they need to get to the moon. I'm like, oh, well, let's go again. Yeah. Well, you know, we went to the moon as far as a political stunt. And the other problem is that going to Mars, going to these places, is just exponentially further and exponentially harder. As you guys said. But I just mean in terms of technology. We went from like... Oh, we've got this steam engine to like, oh, we've got this combustion engine to, oh, we're on the moon now to what? My perception. Let me, we're still using yeah, the ahead. combustion engine. I'm asking because I, I don't know what your answer is going to be. My perception is, is that technology has advanced so much for the private sector that, that it, it, most of the advancements won't make it to the public sector because who's paying for it? So you've got all these secret companies doing, like Area 51 is real, whether there's aliens there or not. It's a real secret thing that is, has been. I disagree. Area 51 is not in Israel. <laughs> yeah, that, that, one's okay. that one's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I like See, that one. All right, I got more currency. <laughs> that one's all right, yes. <laughs> I'm going to give you, yeah, that's. But it's really these secret. Wade's okay, man. Secret all right. Ma- <laughs> <laughs> kind of digging our way now. All these right. secret military companies are, are, are way more advanced and they're not going to share the information for us with us with because because it doesn't benefit them and so their technology is exponentially growing and ours is what growing for what our cell phones you know like like so we we to get to the moon is a hundred times easier but it's it's not us paying for it it's these secret these secret military companies that what why are they going to come out of the shadows and be like hey you guys want to the moon we could get you there quick 
I was like, no, 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 let's just keep making our stuff. That's just so political and jaded, though. I mean, like, that's just that's just you but going what, like... But when when have you seen a company make a choice that was better for humans? Would name name one company. Right now, Elon Musk, he's doing that that fucking spaceship X that can land with it can he can the, he can launch a rocket into space and then bring that, it back and land it on not, a barge. How is that better for humanity? Well, it's progress. It's pro- it's progress that he's benefiting off of. Sure, we're oh not we're God, not. But if no, you, no, no, but, but if that's your standpoint, then no one has ever done anything for humanity. They've only done it for themselves. But that's most of humanity has has been benefited by private companies going like, well, this is a better way to do it. And and I I ex- I accept your I accept your criticism of my belief. I do, but but seriously, he it's not for us. How can it not be? just because just because he's profiting off of it means it's it can't be for us also? I mean, don't you think that like I'm a capitalist, comp- bitch. Yeah, but when he when he yeah. g- wait no let let him yeah, finish. Yeah. I I I had to say bitch, but I want to. I know I, I did kind of stop everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I think I mean I, I think like the Occam's razor of it is that technology got to a point where going to the moon was not as profitable. First of all, it's just, I mean, it's just not, there's nothing on the moon. There's it's nothing, never been profitable. There's but but they're going to go mine there, so it is profitable. Well, eventually, when it becomes economically feasible, I also think that the technology has turned inward. As, as we are making a podcast for internal consumption by one human being to place in, you know, AirPods into their ears, turn on their iPhone, and stream this content over the airwaves, which is fantastical. I mean, it's like... Not to harp on the Star Trek, but any science fiction show could not have predicted the level of technology yeah. that we have now. It is astounding, and like even like like I have an Oculus Rift. I put that on. That's a whole different world. We're we're all playing Red Dead Redemption Two, and it's amazing. And so the need to go to other worlds is not there as much because we have created these interior worlds, these fractaling interior worlds that that allow us to not have to leave anywhere we can stay in our house and just do this stuff i was irritated i had to come all the way out of here you know which only (laughs) which only feeds into my perspective of this filter which is that the reason we haven't seen them is because they're happy doing whatever they're doing and that is a possibility that is one of the like theories the last thing you want to do is to be seen because we're going to come take you out we're going to steal your technology well yeah that that is that is another thing too is that I think I don't know if it's Hawkins or someone said we probably shouldn't be broadcasting yeah, all Hawking, this stuff yeah. because and I agree with them, but like, I then I disagree with them because that, that that's a weird fear. Yeah, well, let me it, ask it, you this: We haven't really even explored the ocean as much as we could, right? As far as I know, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I never hear about any ex- ocean exploration the way that I hear about space exploration. I think that there's a quote where we've explored the moon more than we have the moon, the oceans. So it's like wh- why don't we just like explore the ocean? Maybe there's cool shit down there. It all co- it, it, in, in the same vein it all comes down to price because in order to go to the bottom of the ocean floor you need to have somebody pay to have this equipment that can handle the pressure and nobody wants to pay for that because there's no benefit if you do something it's, to benefit yeah, humanity, you, found, you, what get, if you, you get nothing. What if you found like a platinum fucking surplus 
At the bottom of the ocean. There are definitely a lot of treasure hunters, and those are the people that have uh, taken on the Titanic. You know, it's like it's all. Well, yeah, but that's uh, all but, just like, oh, I want to find fucking treasure. But there are people. I mean, like, I mean, speaking of Titanic, I mean, James Cameron. You know, he he is. He is the the human who has descended the deepest because he went in that one of those bathospheres yeah. all the way right. to the bottom of the Maras Trench. And that's or sad, isn't it? That yeah. a filmmaker can be the guy who's yeah. explored the deepest. Well, I mean, but it is these people who are, it is these entrepreneurs like the Elon Musks. It is these people who are like, I have the most money. I want to either send someone or do it myself. You know, to yeah. to because because now I've got mine, and then because like because you were talking about like that it's all capitalism, it's all it's all private companies, but at some point, someone will get enough to say, I want more, I want I want I want to fill what's inside of me, this 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 now I know I I know it's very esoteric. No, but, I, if uh, I had money, I'd be that. You know what I mean? Like that's right. what I, I mean, would it, aim to be. Like, yeah, if but, we all what, had money, but like, don't you think Elon Musk is doing that and going like, I, fuck, I, I have when, enough. Not when he calls a guy a pedophile for <sighs> rejecting dude, his. But that's, but that's, that's not even the same. Himself, but that's yeah. like a different but, fucking. But to me, that's a that's a weird. No, it's a different issue altogether. You're just finding a reason to dislike the guy. No, 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 no. I love him. I love that he sold flamethrowers to make to fund his company. I think he's done a lot of great things. I, I actually respect that feels him left a lot. handed. That feels left handed. No, 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 no. <laughs> Wait, you're you're advocating? I want a flamethrower. Yeah, they're, they're yeah, pretty cool. Actually, yeah. Cool. I'm like, I'm like, hey. no. But the point is, the point is, you're saying that he's only doing shit for selfish reasons. But how can you say that when he's like broadening the horizon? I, I uh, like yeah. Every 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 step he makes toward like, oh, I can land this thing wherever I want, is giving the I, world like a bunch of technology where it's like, oh fuck, we can do that too. All we have to do is steal that idea. My, I mean, I mean, in my mind, all this stuff has already been figured out. It's just he's the public guy doing. It. I'm not, and I'm not saying he's getting. In, yeah, in, but in your mind, the aliens are controlling the government. And no, 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 not at all. Well, I, I, I think, I mean, I, I at some point in time, we all do stuff that is beyond capitalism, that is beyond like self-centeredness. We all do something that, that explores beyond who we are. People climb mountains. We make Channel 101 shows, not because we had any expectation of them, you know, making us rich and famous, but because we wanted to explore that boundary. And I think people like Elon Musk or, or even James Cameron, if they have the, we could only do it with like, you know, shitty DV, you know, mini DV cameras. But they have enough money to send rockets up into space or, you know, submarines I mean, on the ocean. I mean, the difference is this. I believe that if someone is creative, the the possibilities are limitless. I just feel like most people with money and power aren't creative. That That's very true. But there's always that. There's always those people who who are who are like, I want to go and find that. You know, I want to go and, and push that boundary and see what's out there. I mean, the sad thing is when Elon Musk sends the people to Mars and they all die, he's going to be on the back burner. Well, but I mean, I I think he's already said that, like, people are going to die on this trip. Like, I mean, I think... But I, he doesn't realize they're all going to die because of the walls of the craft. Whatever. I mean... Well, I, someone's going to point that out to him. I mean, like, he's he's not just going to send but, out... But, like, I, but I'm saying normal... There's no way, Willie, that you know more than the people who are advising Elon Musk. But normal... But normal... Us even getting to the moon uh, it is basically killing people. They're just not out there that long enough. Well, they they were they were protected by I think it's the Van Allen belt. Or I can't remember which one. Like the Earth, the, the magnetic sphere, the like. But the Van 
well, the Van Allen belt are the, the radiation belts that like we didn't even know they would be able to get through because the radiation exposure is so strong. Right. And we don't have extra protection in the craft. This is the conspiracy side of it that like the film should not have ex- should not have survived through that because it's not in like a lead a container. Well, but like we're protected so, like the earth and the, the earth. The moon is protected by the earth's magnetic you know, influence. It, it, it shields it from a lot of cosmic rays. Once we escape beyond that, let's, what's, that's, that's the, but the Van Allen belts specifically are radiation belts that like, we didn't know if the astronauts would survive through going to the moon. That's what created the fantastic four. Do you know that? I just that's, winked. No, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, they, it, may, it makes me go, Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like they, they lift off <laughs> on the rocket and then they went through those radiation belts and because they didn't know, because this was like 1962 or something like that, and they were like, what the fuck's going to happen? They went through it, and then the radiation caused them all to mutate. You know what they said recently, uh, NASA trying to get, have a Mars mission? How are we going to get through the Van, the Van Allen belts? That's what they said? And then the question that I had and a lot of other people had was, how did you get through it when you went to the moon? I'm not, I believe that we went to the moon, but like, how is that it's still a question? Yeah, well, I, I think... The problem is once we leave the, I mean, this is all kind of, you know, you know, we're escaping the, the great filter. Although, I mean, it could be that there is some sort of galactic event, which every once in a while just bombards us with neutrino beams or something and kills everything in the galaxy. Um, but getting to Mars will be very difficult because there's so much cosmic radiation that's just going to rip into our bodies. Yeah. And, and, and Mars doesn't have a magnetic pole either. So... Once you land on Mars, you're kind of screwed you're on that still too. Unprotected, yeah. You can go to like, Venus. Venus is actually people. Talk Venus about. is the weird thing that people don't talk about anymore. It, it is closer than Mars by a long shot. It's closer to Mars. Sure, the the the, you know, they talk about the the temperatures being actually so much more dramatic, and that's even we couldn't survive on Venus. But 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 have you heard about the um, the habitable zone in Venus? Like the idea. I, I, this, yeah, yeah, I, this yeah. is so far yeah, afield. Yeah. Like you go on the surface of Venus, cloud it's nine hundred degrees. Yeah, it's cloud city. You go if you, it's like five or seven miles above, and you hit this area where it's the perfect air pressure and temperature, where you could walk outside with just a, a breathing apparatus, and you'd be okay because it would be like you know it's like seventy eight degrees. And, and people used to talk about going to Venus, and so I, you know, I'm wrong about this, but my conspiracy theory mind goes, oh. We're not talking about going to Venus because we could live there. And so maybe there have been secret missions there. Check it off the list, man. We did it. We know. If we want to go to Venus, all we got to do is build 500-mile platforms, and then we can live there. No reason to go there. Let's go to Mars, see what's up. I mean, why, why go to, what are you talking about? Why would we go to Venus? Why would we go there? Well, I, I think the Cause ultimate because you want to burn wait, wait, up five, a bunch of astronauts. Wait, five hundred mile platforms. What are you talking about? So didn't so you say in Cloud guy, City or whatever? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we yeah we built yeah they they're building like these balloon worlds or something. Okay, I mean, fine. It, it's, so it's it'll be the it'll yeah. be the Star Wars whatever the the uh, the trader lived on. Cloud City. Yeah, it'd be Cloud City. Yeah, it's Cloud City, basically. Yeah. It's, it's, like, I, I forgot City. that it was called Cloud City. But, 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 I wasn't on board with your guys' reference. Yeah. I had to come all the way around to it. But Venus is closer and and actually has a, a habitable zone within their 
We, you can't take your mask off on Mars, but you can on Venus. But, okay, but what's the point? So you just want us to... what? what? Well, I, I just I, don't understand I, what you're I mean, saying. Here's the thing. To me, space exploration is a, a continuation of us trying to figure out our place in the universe. And we... From the American standpoint, I believe that we've given up on our place in the universe because we don't care about uh, uh, existence. In uh, meaning, meaning, we're not trying to figure it out together as a society. Oh, as a, as a God. society, as a society, we're trying to make our own money. This That's is it. what every episode but, devolves <laughs> into: but, is you preaching about how we all need to work together. But but hold on, though. Like, do you? I'm fine with it. I'm just well, saying I've heard it a million times. But I'm saying the only way to go into space is to have is to have I don't need to go into space. I'll be dead in 50 years. And 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 listen to anybody 50? who thinks that we don't need to go to space. Yeah. I agree with it. you. We, you. <laughs> you know, like we don't need to go into space. I'll I'll make it if you make it. Wait. In 50 years you and I are going to get together and shake hands and say I'm 10 years younger than hey. you. I well, I know. That's what I'm Should saying. Should we make man. it 40? No, I, I'll I'll do. If you're saying fifty, then I'll then I'll go fifty with you, man. All right, in fifty years, let's get a beer. We'll get a beer. We'll shake hands and we'll <laughs> we'll do a, a golden spike. I want to use the last ten minutes of this show. Oh, there's only ten minutes left. How do you guys know that? Because I'm sick of this. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> well, let, let, let me let me just answer oh, okay, yeah. uh, uh, Willie a little bit in saying that the other reason why we and maybe yours as well, Wade, is that is that. In addition to us spiraling down into our own like devices and we don't look up at the sky because we look down at our phones, right? I mean like, oh, see that large object there? That's the moon. And did you guys see Mars when it was so bright and red recently? Did I look up at the sky? That's my hobby. Well, yeah, that, and that's fine. And, you, and you're maybe an outlier because the rest of the people are just looking down. But also the scientists realize that sending humans, as as we we're talking about, is extremely expensive. It's so hard to do. And if they die, it's the most disheartening thing. <laughs> yeah. You can send a robot. Go on. And, and that's what we have. We have three robots right now which are tooling around on Mars. Two or three. I can't remember. I think two that are working right now. Um, I think it's Opportunity. Maybe, I think it's Spirit and Mars Curiosity rover that are driving around Mars for years now. And we ha we're sending probes all over the place, and they're so much cheaper. So for right now, I mean, like, the, the risk versus the reward is so much easier to send out robots. So that's, that's one of the reasons why we haven't gone to space for a long time. Because it's just, you know, we did it, we went to the moon, and then the scientists said, it's, if we could send 10 probes to 10 different areas for what it costs to send one man to the moon. Yeah, as soon as someone dies, the program's done. Right, yeah, or the Apollo 13 program, just or the Apollo 13, was like, oh, well, this sucks, and then people lost interest, and then, you know, I mean, we have the space that there are people revolving over us right now, but again, they're in that safe zone. Once we send them outside that belt, it's you know the radiation belts, it's really really tough. But robots, pretty. We're sending another uh, rover to uh, Mars. One's gonna be able to sample life. Yeah. There, so where's Poseidon one through thirteen? Why haven't we launched a space shuttle, a sea shuttle, into the sea? Uh, yeah, what's the planet? That's my whole thing. I'm not refuting any of this. All I'm saying is, moon. look at where you what's came from, you know? You never forget there's gotta where be, you came There's got to be stuff. I, I, I don't. There's got to be stuff in there. There's got to be stuff in there. And we're not curious about it? Is it Io that's the water moon? Am what? I totally wrong? Are we actually? I just are we? 
Are well, we actually exploring the ocean? Well, I just the, don't we, hear about we, it. We, we definitely, are. Yeah. No, no, no. We we are in the in the private sector in that like people are basically looking for Trevor treasures and ships. We're not actually science. I don't. Be, I don't believe. And I'm no. Not, I mean, like, I want to explore. I want to go down the fucking what's that giant the Marianas Trench? Yeah. Yeah. I want to go down there. Why well, are we going down there? What they the have, fuck? They've sent they've sent probes down there. I mean, no. I want to send a sea shuttle. A sea shuttle. All right. Well, I mean. But I want to go all the way down. I want to see what's down there. For some reason, though, everything has got this weird price tag on it, even for the benefit of humanity to where it just isn't being done because because of that. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I think, I mean, again, it's, I mean, there's there's hundreds of, there's, you know, thousands of marine biologists who are looking at the ocean. You know I mean, what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to contact Ceylon Musk. Now that, what? <laughs> I'm gonna give you that one. Way that is a great dad joke. Yeah, that is that is that's that's making me very happy. I might have to pass it on to my kid. He might he might really hate me for that. Um, I can see now that it was kind of a slow revving up. You know that you know you you know you've really worked your material up here now because you you had the wreck the vagina. Well, yeah, I, that's the first time I ever heard that. I know, I know. It's it's okay. It's Listen, I mean, but, this is all off the cuff. I'll, I'll workshop it all. I'll do. I'll do like a stand-up set. Have you ever done stand-up, Wade? No, fuck that. Yeah, neither have I. I, I. I did it when I was like 22 or something like that. I'm too afraid of failure. I don't need attention. I hate attention, honestly. I don't need to be the guy who gets a bunch of laughs. In the I, sa- and mm. on the flip side of that coin is I would hate to be the guy who gets zero laughs. You know what's yeah. weird is that when I think about why I ever want to do stand-up, it is that, it is that goal to try to find out what is the funniest. In that I want to, I do want to make myself laugh, but I, I feel like the journey to get there is... Listen, I'm friends with a lot of stand-ups. They're miserable people. Yeah, they're also bad people, and their their entire thing is like, I need validation from strangers. Yes, I love them all. They're all my friends, but like, well, you know, it's weird about when I do stand up, I block the audience out. When I get off stage, I'm like, did anybody laugh at that? Because I'm like, I don't hear the audience. I'm just like, but you're almost doing performance art, Willie. I mean, like, I mean, I don't mean yeah, that like yeah, in a negative yeah. way, uh-huh. but I mean, like, you know, with your dancing, like, if you haven't seen Willie's uh, stand up routine. Um, it is it is filled with mirth and dance. But I don't dance anymore. Oh, you don't? No. Why not? What happened? I felt like it was too gimmicky, and I didn't feel like I was that I, I was actually dancing well enough to continue that. All I'm right. Very, I'm so very for judgmental. The, for the last ten of minutes of this show, here's what I want to do. Okay. All right. Yeah. Take it, Wade. Take. I us. want you to be the head writer. Uh, oh. All right. And oh. we are your. Writers, uh huh, uh huh. We're gonna break the perfect because it's never been done. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. always has failed. Yes, we're gonna break the Fantastic Four movie. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, you guys. Yeah, pitch me some because oh, I took we my have to kids. Pitch you? I don't know <laughs> anything about it. <laughs> well, if I'm oh, the head we'll writer, make it up new. we'll make it up new though. We'll make I, it up new. I sit around and say, "Give me ideas, man." Okay, and I write about okay. four uh, with the big uh, fucking circle okay, from Dan so Harmon. Okay, so one guy's holding a rock. Okay, and, uh, okay, good. All right, all right. Uh, yeah, I'm a little soft on that. What else you got? Yeah. <laughs> well, can we just say like they've been made? They've already been made. Let's so, say so three Fantastic Four movies have been made. No, I mean the. Fuck, fuck those. They don't no, no, exist. No, no, I, I know, I know. Like, I, I've seen all three of them. I like the first two. I'm, I'm not opposed to the first two. The third one... The first two was 
one Chris and Evans, two. Yeah, yeah, one and two. Okay. No, no, they weren't and then terrible. the third one was a oh, it was like Chris a Evans. Yeah, Chris Weird. Evans was. Oh, have you haven't you haven't seen this for a while? No, I have. I just I don't remember names or actors or they're anything. They're just really like, boring. Oh, yeah, it's fucking. I didn't realize. Well, I mean, like, like they're I not. I saw part of the. First listen, one. this is not the part where we talk about oh, the yeah, old yeah, movies. Yeah. Right. This okay. Is okay. The part so where I want to say we start with whatever happened. They're they've been made. They're back on Earth. The Fantastic Four are on Earth. Okay, so this is not an origin story. This is. Or, or, or is it? Are no, you, it can uh, be. I just don't want to talk about that part because that part's going to happen no matter what. And that's all That's all um, cosmetic. Okay. So they're back. It's Mr. Stretchy, Mrs. Invisible, Child Rocket, Fire, and Mr. Thing. Yes. Uh, Mr. Flame. The Flame? The, the Human, human Torch. Flame. Hum- human Torch. Their, their names are all very, very basic. Okay. Mr. Incredible. No, no, it's Mrs. It's, Invisible. Mrs. Invisible. Mr. Fantastic. Fuck. <laughs> Shit. I'm already fucking up. All right, fuck all that. We uh, yeah. all know who I'm talking about. Okay, okay. All right, so uh, this is this is what we're going to do for this last 10 minutes. Is this really what we're going to do? Mhm. Can't can't we just like like go like to the end of this idea of the the great filter or do you want to should we like Oh, uh, do you have thoughts on the end of it? I I mean not really. I mean I mean I I I mean, but, I feel like we've covered it. Okay, unless you guys have no, no, not really. I, I think we've. I mean, I mean, it is. It is a terrifying theory. It is absolutely terrifying, no matter how you slice it, because either, either we should all be dead, and for some reason we're all alone in this universe, right. or we will all be dead. The, the humanity will be all dead through some external force or internal force. I'm my only closing things on it is I feel like, may I mean, like what if. We talked about dreams recently, and I'm like, what if dreams were supposed to be a part of our existence that we were supposed to acknowledge, and it was as important as the quote-unquote physical realm, but we were always told, like, no, 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 that's just dreaming, that's something else. I'm I'm just saying existence in general and, and, and meeting other intelligent races, like, you know, we can't even quantify dreams, and we do, everybody dreams, everybody has to sleep every day. I'm just throwing that bullshit out to say that, like, um, we can't even have. Well, whatever, whatever. Uh, All right, Fantastic Four. Wait, All whatever, right. whatever. I don't get one. Well, oh, you want to get one? Well, well, well yeah. Gonna... After that, well, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I but, have but, to. But, but my last sentence is that, oh, okay. like, that, like, we. I don't. I think that an another alien race is going to be so abstract to us that we can't. We won't be able to communicate properly with them. So. Whatever preconceptions you have of existence and aliens and whatnot, you're you're wrong. I'm wrong. We're all wrong. That's all. Okay, Let's, I want to say this: okay. Ex- existentialism. Am I saying that correctly? Mm-hmm. Is fun to talk about. It's uh, it's it sucks to think about. When you eat a pancake in the morning, you enjoy the pancake. I would say enjoy your life. Talk about this shit for fun and never worry about it. What's uh, so? What is that in reference to? The reference to the fact that we're all going to die through the Great Filter? Yeah, we're all okay. going to die. It's fine. Well, I, it is fine, but but I mean, like as someone who has a podcast, I just want to talk about Star Trek on you know the Starburns Audio it's like Network four times. I know. Well, I mean, I got to get something. No, it's out of this, fine, right? but I think you did it. Hey, check out the Quip toothbrush. It's really really great. Ah, and if tough. you use Quip two, you get. Um, I don't like it. Go on. I, I thought it was okay. Um, 
Well, I mean, we're all going to die. This is true. But the reason we watch science fiction is because we have a hope for a future. No, listen, that's what I'm saying. It's fun to think about and talk about. But but like but like this great filter is terrifying in some ways because it it, it supposes that there there is a, a a science fiction world where there is nothing, where in fact we all die, where it is a dark future. It's not terrifying to me because to me it's 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 the same it's the same it's two different sides of the same coin but where building, none of it's going to uh, affect me. I think ever. it's terrifying because we have quantified life and that's just not how exists that's not the nature of reality and we're wrong about that. Well, and I, I mean, don't believe in death also in the same vein. Not to say anything religious, but to say that like we've come up with a definition for something that we know nothing about, which is nuts. But don't we I mean, on some level, don't you wish that like wish better upon your fellow man don't you wish better upon our society or or do you not even care oh, about yeah. that yeah it's like my... if everyone no, he's 100 percent that i'm not so so like if someone like if someone falls down on the street you don't care like you won't go and help them how up. funny was it well i mean it might be pretty <laughs> funny but but what if it's your what if it's like someone close to you it doesn't matter what, what? if it's kelsey abbott Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah, okay. What if a car's coming towards you? I mean, I mean, so... Uh, well, I'm always going to help somebody up, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to laugh at it. And that also doesn't mean that that means anything for the rest of humanity. Well, no, I think it does. I, I, I think because you are a caring individual and you care for the society as a general, in general, that you want to see everyone move up and move forward. Yeah, but now you're just defining empathy. Well, but isn't empathy, like, on, on, a, on a collective sense... Like, don't we manifest it into a sort of a funnel which says we are building a better tomorrow? I mean, we would if we didn't elect sociopaths. Well, now see, now you're 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 going off on a on a, a you subplot asked, of our. You asked. Well, I want to talk about fucking Mr. Fantastic. Well, but are you happy with that? Are you happy with the sociopath that's been elected? No, to... but I have succumbed to it. But but you still you still wish for something better. Oh, and sure. So so that's what, like, we all have this sort of social collective consciousness, which says that we wish for our society to be better, and that someday in the future, we are building towards something better. And uh -huh. that's what science fiction is. And so this great filter is scary, because it's, it says, no matter what you wish for, no matter how good you are, or even how bad you are, I mean, how much you try to help society, it will all end. Well, counter that with it's the journey, not the destination, right? I mean, like, just because it's all going to... That's See, all you're doing is making... So this is the exact same argument that religious people make. Like, oh, well, if there is no afterlife, then why aren't you killing your neighbor? But but the, but the that that supposes something which is not... I mean, if, if you want to deny like history and and the idea of a future if you want to say it's only the present that we live for like religion believes that there is a, a different dimension a different reality whereas we have tangible proof that there's a past and a future we're saying but it's still the same doomsday sort of scenario where it's like if we have nothing to live for then why should we work together to get there well i mean that that's that's the whole point of this whereas i'm saying like if, if that is in fact like a theory which lives out there i mean isn't that like a terrifying thing oh Hundred percent. Yeah, terrifying. so, that, so yeah. That, that's all I'm saying is I, I'm not. I, I'm just saying that like, isn't it a terrifying thought that like here? And that's why like, I mean like, in Star Trek it wouldn't exist. We wouldn't. I mean there would be no Star Trek because by the time we reach that level, we'd be wiped out in some capacity. So it, and a it, lot of us would be thankful. Well, you'd be dead because Star Trek is not that good. Uh, uh, 
Well, see, now it's just going downhill. You know, I mean, you should have you should have slowed down. <laughs> you should have stopped. Elon Musk was the high uh, high water mark of this. Listen, I wanted to talk about f- Fantasy so, Four, whatever so, their so names are. So pitch me, pitch me. All right, pitch me Fantastic Four. No, right? you're the expert. I wanted to break it with you. Well, I'm the expert. You're the Rick and Morty guy. Come on, let's go, man. I'm in. I don't know anything about the Fantastic Four. Oh, okay. I see. Well, I, I thought I thought you're. Yeah. Okay. So so then pitch me fresh. All right, it's it's four people who go up in space and come back as superheroes. What's the what's the main theme of the comic books? The main theme of the comic books is is that they're a brother sister, Mister Fantastic is, is married. That they're sort of like a family. It's almost like an original like um, Fast and Furious. The, Where the, does this fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline wise? Are they first? Like but, I'm saying, like. Because because you, a lot of the movies are like oh we have to we have to uh, it's the order of operations of oh Captain America had to come before no no I don't even mean that I mean like because because the movies I've seen they have to quarantine them and go like we don't know what's going on here but like if fucking the Hulk and Thor exist then I doubt that that would be a part of this movie they would just be like hey more superheroes right well I think yeah this will be it's it's going to be interesting because now like the fan like. First of all, they're going to get the Fantastic Four. With uh, I mean, Disney's going to get Fantastic Four because of the acquisition of Fox. Okay. Because Fox has screwed them up big time. So now they've got them back. Now they get a chance, another bite of the apple, a third bite of the apple to try and reinvent them. So y- your point is actually pretty salient. So Right. So the, like, but I feel like I've gone too far. Is that too much to layer on to this idea? So you're asking, so if there are these four superheroes, like why wouldn't there be more? No, all I'm saying is from Do what the I've other seen. Ones exist? Do the other I'm ones saying exist, is from... or is there a great filter which is holding them back? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, thank you, Willie, for, for <laughs> the last movie I watched. Half of it was them trying to break out of quarantine. Yes, yes. And if I'm living in a world where Thanos has, spoiler alert, killed half of the planet, mm-hmm. then that's not a big deal to me that these four astronauts came back and have superpowers now. So I'm wondering, like, at what point, and this is dealer's choice, when do we want to start this movie? Do we start it before all of this or after all of this? Right. Um, Willie, what do you think? Well, I feel like the typical answer would be before all this because then our origin story doesn't matter. We get to do what we want. I love the idea of accepting the fact that, like, oh, shit, shit has gone down. And now in this realm, it's just shit. Like, I just got a great idea. What if Thanos doing the Snigger Fap, Snigger Fap, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> finger snap? Wait, when he does that, is that just Earth? No, it's the entire universe. Ah, oh, fuck. All right, that fucks up my plan. All right, sorry. But I was thinking, if they were in a in a in if. If they were in a radiation area and he does that, and that actually is the thing that causes them to get their powers, I don't know if that tracks canon-wise. Well, well, I mean, I mean, I I don't mind that. Like, maybe, maybe, like, because we don't know how much time is going to lapse between the finger snap and when we come back for the Avengers: Infinity War Part Four, whatever it is. Um, So maybe you have like a Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic, and he's like. I, I'm. I've got to do something. I'm the smartest man on earth. I'm going to figure, or second or third smartest man, 
I'm going to figure out how to go and fight Thanos or something. Right. So he builds a ship. So he's being sciencey and he's going like, I'm going to fucking get out there and find the answers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. So and then because he's smarter than any military entity. You know, I love that where it's like, no, no, I can figure this out. Right, right. Okay. Yes. yes. Or he could be part of some sort of military organization and no, he decides no, no, to go no. rogue on Ooh. it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if he goes rogue. Yeah, that, that's okay, right? So, all right. So, so we could, so that, that's. Oh, not if he goes rogue, it's even better because then he brings his wife. Why would she be there? Well, they, they, yeah. They, although they're not, like, originally, although in, in the movies, like, Jessica Alba is like the scientist. It doesn't work out. What uh, is she in the original? I want to be true to the original. In the original, I think maybe they are husband and wife, but it's weird because it's like he goes on this he, and then the pilot Ben Grimm, who turns to be a thing. The f- oh, the the big orange guy, and okay. then and then Sue Storm, and then Johnny Storm all go in this spaceship. I can't remember the reason why. They're all just like, "Hey, man, I'm a super smart guy. This guy's the pilot. You're my girlfriend. You're like her brother. Let's all go." And so they go in the spaceship. They hit this like Van Allen belt. They come crashing down, and then they all turn into these superheroes. And then that's basically it. That's what's Sue Storm. Sue what? Sue, Sue Storm. Storm. She she Sue Storm is the Invisible Girl. Sue, that's her name. Her last name is Storm. Wait, then what's his wife? What's Mister Incredible's or uh, Mister Fantastic. Fantastic's wife? It's it's Sue Storm. She doesn't change her name to oh, Sue. Oh, is yeah. is the human flame human torch her brother yes yeah. okay i didn't know that okay yeah and i think it's still in the in the the reboot where it's um who is it michael jordan michael b jordan so, okay so no that's great so he's a he's a he's a super he's like one of the most smartest dudes <laughs> and maybe he knows he he knows that the that the avengers are worthless and he's like I got to fucking go rogue off this military. I want to get the fuck out of here because Thanos, I know that Thanos is going to get all this shit. And so he like grabs his wife and his wife's like, what about my brother? And he's like, uh, fine. Okay. And then whoever this other guy is, the thing. Yeah. Maybe like, how about this? Like, instead of like, like getting a ship going to the Van Allen belt or something like that, he tries to escape to a different dimension with them, knowing that this is going to happen. Right. Like, cause like, like, like flying in outer space and coming, we we know that's not going to happen. So maybe yeah, even if they were like trying to hide behind the moon, that's not enough. It's like it's like, right. It's like instantaneous. The snap all over is the universe. coming. So he's trying to save these these three other people, or he's just maybe trying to save Sue, and then like like uh, you got to take my brother with me too. Yeah, it all happens. Uh, like they're there's all... a there's a there's a, a wormhole just outside. I, I assume there's a wormhole right here, and we maybe we can get to it. Or he builds it. He's super smart. Yeah, he yeah. builds a wormhole to try to escape it. But, like, it happens right as the snap happens, and it screws them all up, and then they get these superpowers. I like that. Yeah, and so now, okay, yeah. let's remove ourselves from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Uh, okay, okay. Because let's say that this movie takes place in between The Last Avengers and whatever they come out with next. Okay. So half the population is gone. Yeah, it's a, it's a great setup. Who is there? Is Doctor Doom their main guy? Usually he is, yeah. Okay, so what's his deal? Um, he, he was a, a, um, he was a, uh, a colleague, actually a, uh, a peer of Mr. Fantastic. Okay. They went to school together and, you know, it, it fluctuates, but he tried an experiment which scarred his face, but he's also like the king of, of Latveria, Latveria, which is like this kind of Estonia kind of like fake tiny country okay. in eastern europe so why he's, why is he that I, you know i mean 
these these comics were created like 60 years ago and so <laughs> okay. like okay right, yeah, yeah yeah i don't want to hold this up so uh, go yeah, on so, so so like so we can pick our poison on that right like he, okay, he okay. Gave, like in the in the movies he was like just this um really rich guy you know, who had some ties back to, and then like he, but he was friends with Reed Richards, and he actually does he funded, have powers? No, he's, he has technology. He has technology. Okay, he's great. Okay, that's perfect. Okay. So, so he is totally removed from this entire situation. Like yeah, he's we, not, he's not involved in in Reed Richards and his family getting these powers. Right. But he is a victim to the snap. Oh, and so he so, disappears in the snap. No, no. Oh, he's not. Okay. He's a victim to it because like everyone that yeah, he yeah. knows right. was. And so he develops these like super villain tendencies. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna use my money to also fight, but Well what if what if what if like Reed told him it's like, hey, I'm gonna do this thing to escape. And and Doom's like, Okay, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. And Reed's like, I can't wait for you longer, and they go through it. And because of that, Doom's like girlfriend like dies in the snap or something, and so he blames him. Oh, that's great! That's you know what beautiful. I mean? Like, like that could like like then he has like this this thing like the stake of like. Can we you... do it less direct? Like, if Reed also because he's as smart as Reed, right? Yes. Doctor Doom. Yes. So if Reed just because he's in Estonia or wherever he is, mm-hmm. Reed's like, dude, this is happening. Build this thing. I'm taking my family. We're going through it. And so Doctor Doom like builds this thing, but it like shorts out or whatever, and it's fucked up. Okay, like he didn't do it right or something, so he blames Reed Richards for it, even though it was his fuck up. Well, I, I, I can buy into that too. I mean, like as as long as it's as long as he loses something which is personal to him, like like, like oh uh, yeah, he yeah, loses like, like his entire support system. Yeah, like like his 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 girlfriend like or his wife like disappears in his hands, and he's like Reed Richards, fuck you. Yeah, um, you sold me out. Yeah, you know, like, no, you, you, you know. Okay, so I can buy into that. Because okay. if we don't, if Reed Richards doesn't wait for him, then we, we're on the side of Dr. Doom, right? Yeah, like, yeah, then you have empathy for the bad guy. This is true, like, yeah, this is true. I mean, although, I mean, is is there... Which can be good, but it, it's better for the good, the good guy to actually try to prove it. Like, no, 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 you fucked up. So he's got, he has a reason to, to be right. That I, you I would, are more on board with. Yeah, I wouldn't mind graying him up a little bit. I mean, because like there no, could let's be something do that, like, like where sure. like he's like he's like Doctor Doom. You you know, if you had listened to me, you would have like I mean, yeah. like like he's he's a little bit of a pompous ass, Reed Richards. He yeah. can be a little bit like you know, okay, well, yeah. So I mean, like because like why don't we? Because now more more and more kind of like Marvel's painting their characters a little more gray on all sides. Yeah, Did you see the the Spider Man movie with um, Michael Keaton. Yeah, as the vulture. Yeah, oh. I'm. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty good. And and he's not a like die in the wool bad guy. He's a guy who, due to circumstances, became mostly bad. But you're like, I you know I like that so much more. You know. Okay, so how do we do that in this sit in this scenario with Reed Richards and what's Doctor Noob's name? Victor Von Doom. Okay, so we can calm down. <laughs> it's, it's literally Victor Von Doom. It's oh. like the worst. Well, let me let me slow it down for a minute because do we want to have? I mean, part of the problem sometimes is that you know we get these like straight up matchups. You know, Doctor Doom versus Fantastic Four, and it just kind of gets a little bugged. But down. that's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. I feel like it should be ambiguous in in a way. I I think we need like a different sort of bad guy, and we're going to be telling the origins of the Fantastic Four. And yeah. Doctor Doom 
And then there's this third guy. Well, I mean, like maybe Doctor Doom tra- is is like their ally at the beginning. You know, like it's sort of like I mean, you know, like he starts off, you know, because like uh, yeah, I would love that. Because the thing that interests me, because we're hitting on about this a little bit, is like the snap has happened, and half the population, including half of the superheroes, are gone. What happens to society? Well, you know, you know, one of the best relationships, and and you know, this is so fucking lame of me to say, but fucking. Uh, 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 Magneto and and Charles Xavier. Yeah, the the fact that they agree on everything, but they actually disagree. You know, on yeah. their method yes. of fighting it. That to me was always one of the most intellectual. Like, it it, it is a it is a perspective change, and and so I I know that that's what you're trying to bring, Wade. And like, yeah, yeah, let's bring that in. Where I, I like agree with both, that. Yeah, they're both. On the same side. Is there a is there a good sort of Marvel superhero who could be like an adversary in the story that would make sense, especially after half of them have died? Like maybe some guy who's like the Punisher, not him, but like someone who's sort of on the edge of like good and evil. I mean, it's possible. I mean, I'm, who I'm died? Sh- I haven't seen any of these. Who died? You haven't seen these? Oh, no. they're great. I mean, I, 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 I stopped I'll watching movies. Well, I'm not sure we know who died. Honestly, they showed some of it. Well, they're all going to come back anyway. So it's. I mean, I, I hate to spoil it for you, but but I'm ah. sorry. But I mean, Tom Holland's already signed on for the next Spider-Man movie. They're already filming it. He's he's coming back. You know, I mean, so Spider-Man died. I don't know. You should like. Here, here's what I would say. <laughs> did, did you watch Infinity War? I did, yeah. Infinity War is such a good movie because it's told it's told from the perspective of Thanos being the good guy and getting what he wants at the end of the film. Right. It's it's and, and all of these characters are opposing him who are who are our heroes and at the end he gets what that he wants. That sounds cool. It's real it's it's You so know what's good. funny though is I totally forgot about Infinity War and then I watched Ant-Man like months later. Oh, and then you're like, what the hell just happened at the end? Yeah, can we do spoilers or not? Like the Yeah, yeah, everything should have been watched it's, already. It's on Apple Whatever, TVs. the epilogue, the epilogue of Ant-Man, I like gasped. I, I this is like the only time it's ever happened. I went <gasps> cuz I totally forgot about everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, and that's then it interesting. kind of it came back. Um, well, I, and I think what they did too is is they placed that that movie in a kind of ambiguous time, so you didn't know if it was before or after, and like you know what right, I mean. Right, like, right. and so then like to to have that that tag, where you're like, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. Especially with him. What was it? It's it's uh, let's everything's say already it. everything's already been spoiled, right? No, we'll tell you after. No, you have to watch the, like the Infinity War is is. I mean, a lot of people don't like. Okay, it. I respect you guys. Not not. I will I will watch it. I, I think Infinity War is better than Black Panther. I'm just gonna say that. Because it's they, 100% better than Black Panther sucked. Okay. Yeah, all right. Black Panther was not fun to watch. No. All I want out of Marvel movies is fun. Yeah. And it was so small. Like, I don't care about their little world. I thought it was great, that, that parallel of we're smart, the world is going to make us dumb, so let's let's hide. Uh, that, that was a good perspective to me to be uh, like, I love that... Uh, yeah, like, like normally I like really small movies. I like movies that are just about like four guys in Vietnam, but not about Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But when it comes to these Marvel movies, I'm like, oh, well, you've made it so big, yeah. and you've done such a good job of telling me these little stories within it that I'm like super on board. 
Yeah. So that when you then when you try to tell me a small story in there, like the Black Panther thing, that has it's. I guess it's on Earth, but like yeah, the fact that it's in this this mythical land yeah, it feels I mean, like it's not even on Earth. So I'm like, who gives a fuck? If this was done in the 1970s, and it's like, oh, Wakanda, you can't find Wakanda, but it's like. I can't believe now that there is this mythical place where, like, I don't know, like 15 million people live and no one's ever discovered it yeah. or been like, oh, and they by have the way. this amazing technology that they're just hoarding for themselves. Yeah, yeah. It is, like, it's kind of weird. That's why, like, a movie like Ant Man is so great because it is such, I mean, pun, small Ant-Man, stakes. You know, it's just dude, like, yeah. Like, and save it's your just daughter, about, you know? like, these thieves and stuff like that. Like, that's what I like. I like that shit. I like Spider Man because it's just this kid who's, like, trying to figure it out. Yeah. They missed it with fucking Black Panther. I know that people love it, and it got like a huge fucking yeah, yeah. And then and the thing is, the, the what the difference that you're saying is that like, listen, the movie was great because it had a vo- it had a hopeful voice. Well, listen, for... I'll compare it to the first Thor movie. I hated the first Thor movie because yeah, it's about fucking what's the town called Asgard. Yeah, and I'm like, who gives a shit? I don't yeah. care about fucking Asgard. Well, it's it's Asgard, and then they go to that weird town in Mexico City or New Mexico. I'm sorry. Um, right, like right, they, right. They, they just built, and it's just like, who cares what? Like they're yeah, fighting yeah, in this yeah, tiny town. Yeah. I, I just nuke the town, man. Let's all go home. You know? It's, <laughs> yeah, that was a. And then by contrast, like Thor Ragnarok, which is just like, let's just have fun and let's not give Thor a Ragnarok shit. Thor Ragnarok is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just like being dumb. That's and, what I'm saying. It's like yeah. from those movies, I just want fun. I yeah, want like so these most, weird crossovers. Most origin stories are so big. That's all. They're so on a grand scale where you're like, well, just tell me the story. Tell me yeah. a story. Don't tell me. The story, right? Yeah, it, it becomes it becomes very precious when you're trying to tell the origin story. Yeah. That's the other good thing about about Spider-Man: Homecoming is that they're just like, he's just Spider-Man. Like, you don't, totally. Like, we don't we don't need to know his origin. Like everybody knows his origin story. We don't need to see that one again. We've seen it twice now. He's just Spider-Man. I'm done with the Spider-Man. If they reboot that one more time, which they won't, because now it's a part of this thing. But I'm just like, yeah. dude, how many times do I have to live through this shit? Well, so you know anyway, what? so with our Fantastic Four movie, yes, yes, this is I think I feel like this is the best scenario because all these superheroes, like half of them are gone, they're all reeling with it. Yeah, these guys just came back and they're like, well, I don't know what the fuck. Yeah. So they have to like pick up the slack and like start doing something, right? Because everyone yeah. else is like in mourning. They have to, yeah, they have to like step up and be this because you know the interesting thing about the Fantastic Four when it first came out is they were the one of the few. Um, heroes who didn't have secret identities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everybody else had, like even Tony Stark had a secret identity. Yeah, like right. you know, everyone's like, oh, no one must. Like Steve, Steve Rogers had a secret identity. It's like, dude, what? I mean, and then like they got rid of that. Actually, the first movie of Iron Man, I was reading about it, where like Kevin Feige and and um, Robert Downey Jr. was like, can we just like not do this and just say I'm Iron Man and just be yeah, cool with yeah. that. Like Which great. was a great ending. It's a great especially ending. for like that character that they created, like the pompous Tony Stark. Yeah, and it and it perfectly ushered in like this 2008. Like, dude, we're gonna find out who you are. I mean, right. like it's yeah. it's. I mean, you can't keep a secret identity. I mean, Spider Man can barely keep it together. Like right. like that's okay because he's just like one kid flying around. But yeah. but the Fantastic Four were unique because they were one of the few that had like, no, I'm Reed Richards. This is Sue Storm. This is Johnny Storm. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Just stay the fuck away from us. We're gonna be up in in our in our big tower, and that's it. So, but now that's very like you know. But also that makes sense for them because they were their family. They weren't trying to protect Aunt B or whatever. No, no. They 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 went up on a rocket ship. They came down as different people. They were still who they were, and yeah. they just kind of did the thing. So, so these guys. So, 
But this is a little more like what we're po postulating here is that like they do it to escape Thanos. So does that hold true to who the Fantastic Four are or is he trying to reverse it maybe? Is is that a stronger like because him running away now that I think about it like that's not Reed Richards. He would like half the world's gone. I need to save it. Oh, well, okay, shit. So you just said everyone comes back, right? So maybe Reed Richards is the reason. Like, he invented that thing. They went through it. They weren't succumbed to the snap. It's that technology that, the technology, that is going yeah. to, like, bring everybody back somehow. Maybe. But I, I think Avengers Infinity War is going to bring them all back. So. No, but I'm saying, like, right now, if we create this... Okay, so... so we beat them. So, okay, so, so maybe... We're the storyline. Okay, so so we're beating them to the punch. We're, we're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to bring them back so that that movie doesn't have to exist. Oh, okay. We're, we're going to invalidate Avengers 4. Okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Oh, that's no, this okay. is the perfect Fantastic Four movie. <laughs> this is, all right. Um, I'm going to go to the bathroom and get Willie a new ice pack. Okay. Well, but should, I want you just, guys to keep... Should we take a break? Yeah, I got Or, or should we just yeah. wrap it up? Should we just wrap it up? Why don't we just wrap it up? Oh, man, but we're on to something. You think we're on to something? I mean, uh, it'll never happen, but... I, like, I, have, I have a few, like, because I, I'm so into the Marvel lore, I have a lot of pushback on that. Like, I like if it was something that was like, oh, we can... We might be able to bring him back, but then it fails. Because, like... Like, because right now we're living in 2018, and in Avengers Infinity War is going to happen. So... We could create like something that's in between that. Exactly. We would be doing like a what is the Star Wars that's in between the other Star Wars? Like Rogue One. Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. Or, well, like Rogue One. Or, is that what you're talking about? Rogue One or or well, or like any of those cartoons that were on TV? Oh, and like stuff Clone like Wars that. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Like if it, if it happens in between, but if it doesn't, yeah. All right. Well, if you want to go to the bathroom, we can talk a little more about this. Really? Do you want to? I don't care. Yeah, I'm having. Do you got nowhere to go? Just gonna go All right, let's take a quick break, and then we're going to break the story for Fantastic Four, <laughs> yeah. the original and only. Fantastic Fort is what we'll call Fantastic it. Fort, the great filter. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I don't know if a lot of people know we've got T-shirts available. Um, there's a couple T-shirts made by artists that, that we like that are real-life sci-fi sort of centric. But not necessarily advertising our show. <laughs> uh, so if you want to, if you want to get some of that sweet, sweet merch, listen, it's very easy. Go to t pub t t e e like t shirt t public dot com slash real life sci fi no dash. You'll find our our shirts available. We've got one by M C Griffin, which is like all the different aliens that we've talked about on the show. And then uh, uh, Jackie, Jack Cusimano has a design of like all the paranormal things coming out of my fanny pack with Wade behind me. We've got some great designs and we've got more coming. Rob Schraub's designing one. Maybe uh, Kelly Fontecchio is working on one. I haven't talked to them in months, but they they started. I, I thought that deadline was <laughs> like a year ago. <laughs> it was a long time ago. And then what about, we've got pens too. Can we sell those or not? Yeah, yeah. We, we have pins available. If you want a real-life sci-fi pin, it's basically just the logo of our, of, our, of our show. You can Venmo. Made by Star. Or, star. Uh, she drew, oh, she star, drew. Star, star Hodge, Starlene Hodge. She designed she drew, it. She drew the, yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, 
listen, they're the ten dollars a pin plus five dollars shipping. So, Oof. I know that's kind of rough, but the pin price is but pretty you paid high for all of them. Yeah, I bought a bunch and I'm just sitting on them, and that's fine. I so it's care. almost like a donation to Willie. I get nothing out of this. <laughs> but but any Wait, money so I how get, do they, how will, do they get will those? perpetuate more. Uh, Robotic Willie Roberts at Gmail on Venmo and PayPal. Send me a message. Send me your email or your address, and I'll I'll send you one. Yeah, I think on Venmo, just write your address down in the comment section, and yeah. he'll know what to do. Uh, they're, listen, they're great pens. I would suggest getting different backings. I would get the metal backing. We got rubber backing. Oh, you're underselling it already. I am. I am underselling it because I'm not happy with it. All right, back to the show. <laughs> All right, so All right, so they got back they got back uh to realize that half of the people got killed. They went through whatever that thing is that were that's a cosmetic thing, I don't know, a portal or a transdimensional thing. Some of them get their powers, yeah. Okay. And so and so who is the bad guy in our story? Well, let's why don't we dial it back first and and let's figure out like the central theme of this story. Like what is like what is an area like what's something that hasn't been explored in these Marvel films that that the Fantastic 4 could tackle that we haven't seen. I mean like like Ant-Man well, uh, the 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 just to just to just brainstorm real quick. The one thing in all of in all of these realms is is that we that I don't feel like I've seen and I haven't seen all the movies is the regular person's response to superhero fights that are killing half of the people around you. No, we've seen that. Have you? Okay. I don't yeah. Know. Part of part of Civil War is about the government going like, we got to rein in these superheroes. Okay. I haven't yeah. seen that. Okay. Yeah. So Ooh, this, but this, this is so beyond that. What so theme would be? Yeah, like like find me a niche like that these heroes haven't like explored. I mean, like you know, Ant Man is like he's trying to make himself a better person after you know coming back from jail. Like so, so it's a very personal thing. Steve Rogers is a man out of time trying to reconcile what it's like to be you know a patriot in this time. What what is what are the Fantastic Four? What are these four people? I mean, what is it? Um, I think I think we well it can't be hubris right because that's sort of the Tony Stark thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're saying yeah if you're saying Rich uh, ri- uh, Rich Reed 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 Richards, Richards sorry. <laughs> um, I don't know like who's who's our like what about vanity what about what about the thing, you know like could we center or did they already do that in one of these movies like. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Uh, what's the 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 girl's point of view has never really been established, has it? In no, any of these things, they no. sort they sort of always ignore her, right? Isn't she always like the girl who's just with uh, Reed Rich Reedsers? Rich Reeds, <laughs> yeah, Reed Richards, Richards. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a bad name. It's uh, well, the 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 parallel should be in, Richard Reed. The immediate parallel I see is the Invisible Woman is the voice that is not heard. Okay. Okay. But you've got four characters. So, so like, we're kind of dealing with them as, like, a box set, you know, because that's what the Fantastic Four yeah. is. So, we've okay. got the Fantastic Four. Right. What does that mean? Like, what does it take? I mean, I mean, I, I don't want to, like, you know, hit this too hard, but if we can figure no, that out, then... No, it's this is a great... And it is the, is, the, is the easy answer family and that they have been at odds 
and that they need to come together. I mean, that's like every fucking cartoon I've ever seen. Yeah, but I mean, it kind of works. I mean, like I've watched seven episodes of Fast and Furious, and it's. I mean, I mean, a good thing that happens is we, they're, they're family before they all go through these changes, and then they still have to be family. Oh, you know what would be great for this movie, honestly, because we've seen so many superhero movies, we've seen so many uh, Genesis tales. If they all sort of go off, they're not a team mm-hmm. at all. They're all sort of like, well, fuck, we've got to pick up the slack, whatever. And then they go their four separate ways. They're all doing their own shit. Because that's a lot of fun. You get to see like each of them. And do, they don't need like, to get into a fight. They just have different beliefs. No, they don't get into a fight at yeah, all. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're all just like, let's go. Let's we got to the Avengers are like half of them are dead. Whatever the fuck. Let's go. <laughs> So they go out and they do shit and like Invisible Woman is like taking down like some terrorist organization mm-hmm. or it's, or some other super villain that I don't know the name of. And then uh, that's just fun. That's just like fun Road of Trials type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the meeting with the goddess would be like maybe they each come across this super villain that we don't know yet and they each get beat by him. And they reconvene and be like, oh, fuck, we have to formulate a plan to beat this dude. And, uh, oh, okay. Sounds like the Silver Surfer. Really loose pitch, though. Is that what happened in Silver Surfer? I can't remember. Uh, Just that, like, his ideals are so much different that people want to defeat him, but he's actually a good voice for the universe. I don't know. Okay, okay, yeah. But he's a piece of shit to individuals because... Their individual wants don't match the universe's wants. Well, know. he's working for Galactus there. Silver oh, Surfer. yeah, you're right. You're right. He's a herald of Galactus, so he has he's he's bound to do Galactus's bidding. So okay, forget that. Okay, keep going, I, Wade. Keep going. This I is- wish I knew who this bad guy was, but whatever. So they're all out there fighting whatever is the best and most fun for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And then they all get their ass kicked by this one dude. I don't know who he is. And then they reconvene and they're like, how do, how the fuck, what is this guy's deal? Like, what do we do? And Reed Richards is like, all right, we need to, we need to contact Dr. Doom. Like, maybe he'll know. I don't know why, but that's because they're he, best friends. But or he respects, even though they're enemies at this point, even he respects his no, intelligence. No, I don't think they're enemies at this point. Oh, okay, okay. I think Dr. Doom resents him. I want to I wanna do the uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan thing where they team up and then like Dr. Doom betrays them or something. And then he becomes like their main bad guy. That's awesome. And then the third act is them beating him. Oh, so maybe he's been involved this whole time. Well, I mean, do we want to bring in Doctor Doom in this in this movie? I mean, yes, like, fuck yes, we have to. But why? But why? We only like, got one shot, man. Yeah, but like, but again, like I, I would say, like Doctor Doom is so iconic. Like this is sometimes the problem is is that you spend so much real estate building up a bad guy. But this is the origin of why he but hates a, them. But he's a good guy in this. Well, if he's a good guy in this and then the next movie becomes a bad guy, I'm on board with that. But if he's a good guy and then a bad guy halfway through, then this is the story about Doctor Doom and not the Fantastic Four. 
You're right. Yeah, I'm saying he they work together and then he betrays them and becomes their enemy. I did say that they had to fight him in the third act. That could be you're right. We can get rid of that. And so they are teammates in the first one. That is cool. Like, see, I, I don't mind that. I think that's kind of cool because because we all know it's gonna like you know it's it's sort of like it's sort of like Loki and Thor. It's like uh, you know they're kind of, but like maybe we don't even know these can be a bad guy. At some yeah, point in time. but that that yeah, um, yeah. I just don't know what the thing is that they have to fight against. Like, who's the who's a good evil bad guy that they could both be against? Like well, a, like a throwaway guy that we can just defeat. Well, dial it back though, because I'm still I'm still interested in this idea of what is this world like with half of the people gone? You know what I mean? Like, so they arrive and half the people are gone, and now they're superheroes. What is that like? You know what I mean? Like, that's to me like that's as interesting as these guys becoming super because the superhero thing like we're already going to be all over. We're gonna I mean, we've seen it for 18 movies now. Yeah. So, what happens when you come back as a superhero in a world which is already devastated? You know, like, do you become do you become a humanitarian? Do you become? I mean, like, what do you do? Like that to me that that's like such an interesting aspect I haven't I haven't seen. I mean, maybe it's a dead end, but but I wouldn't mind talking about that for a little bit. So like, these guys they go off and they do their thing, they come back, they're radically changed, but it whatever happened, like the snap happened, and well, so first of all, there's definitely guilt involved because like you avoided it. Mm-hmm. Now you're back here. You've not only avoided it, but you've gained powers. So you're firstly going like, oh my God, like we, this is, you, you're, what's the, what's the word? You don't regret it, but like. <sighs> you, well, you feel remorse. You, yeah, you yeah. feel, you feel bad about doing it. Remorse. Me- well, no, so what I'm trying to get at is like. What if, I mean, like, playing on that, so so Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, and, and Ben Grimm, the thing, escape. They escape the snap. Maybe half of them were supposed to be snapped. Maybe they didn't. You come back to this world, and you have all of these people who are like, you escaped? Why didn't you save my daughter? Why didn't you save my yeah, son? Yeah. Why didn't you do this? I mean, they're vilified. They're hated. Are they hunted? Uh, are, yeah, I love that. I mean, you they, know. They, it was. It took so much for them to actually. Survive. Oh well, so we have our villain then, because it's some guy, like the Michael Keaton Spider-Man guy, who who like blames them for not saving everybody. Yeah. And so now all he wants to do is kill them. What? What? And, and then this is a bad pitch. This is a bad pitch. What if that guy was like the president? <laughs> well, like yeah, like someone like well, who's in charge, right? I mean, like who assumes authority in this in this world, right? Yeah, is the president still there? Is it's the like vice why, president? You know what? You could have saved all of my family or whatever. Everyone, you could have saved people. Yeah, and you saved yourselves. And maybe maybe he's using him as a scapegoat. You know, because I mean, they couldn't save everyone, or maybe they could. Who? Maybe they could. Who knows? Well, no, they definitely could have. Couldn't have, but. This but, guy thinks they yeah, could have. Yeah. And it doesn't matter because it allows him to consolidate power. Because as we know in this society, if you find a scapegoat and if you keep on harping on that person, this fills right into your conspiracy stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Really. I mean, like, like you get someone to say, like, did you just read about the uh, about Facebook um, going, like hiring a PR firm to go after Google and Apple? No. It's in the New York Times where 
you know how they got so much shit for do, like allowing Russian bots yeah, to troll yeah, and all uh-huh. sort of stuff. So they hired a PR firm which published all of these fake articles. They got picked up like by, by Breitbart and all these right wing things saying, oh, well, you know, well, look at how bad Apple is. Look at how bad Google is. They suck. You know, like they have bad practices, too, to sort of like cast blame off of them onto someone else. You know, wow. so and and to a degree, it kind of works because we're not talking about Facebook as much. We're kind of like, oh, well, I guess I guess they're all bad, you know, yeah. I mean, and suddenly the heat's off of them, you know. You know, if, if people are saying, well, how come the government do anything about this? Then maybe this guy is saying, well, how come the Fantastic Four didn't do anything about this? You know? Wait, so could this could this be the way that Kingpin builds his empire? Because Kingpin hasn't been. But is he even a Fantastic Four bad guy? Yeah, he's kind of a Daredevil guy. He's in the Daredevil uh, series. Okay. Have you ever seen that? It's, it's I thought good. he was a Spider-Man but guy. But he was Spider-Man also. He's Spider-Man and, and Daredevil, but he's kind Mostly of. Mostly Daredevil. Mostly Daredevil. Well, who's like a sort of like mob type guy that's not Kingpin? Mm. Or like, is there a bad politician or something like that? It's too bad um, Gary Shandling is is not around. Yeah. He was great. You know, he was. And they, and they added him as a shield, as a Hydra guy. But he was such a great, like, just asshole. You know, I mean, to, to, Tony, to Tony Stark that... Um, he like like so half of the like the president vice president they're all gone and he's like the highest ranking politician and somehow he becomes president and goes after like the fantastic four to consolidate his base like that would be something that would be you know so suddenly they're hunted you know they're it's it's like a fugitive kind of show you know yeah i mean i don't know if i've seen that before in the marvel stuff but i mean maybe maybe a little bit with civil war i don't know Maybe I don't know, but that, but but that's but that's the but that's. So we just need a guy who's like, who the fuck do these people think they are? Like, let's get them. Mm-hmm. That's why I like Kingpin, even though it's not him, because Kingpin's also super powered, right? Yeah, he's just just a dude. Oh, he is? Yeah, he's just a dude who, depending on... Well, in the Daredevil show, he's, like, super strong and, like... Yeah, I mean... That, that That's just because they're adding the comic book element to it. He's just a guy. In Daredevil, like, in the comic books, he, he's, like, the super fat guy who is, like, kind of impervious because he's fat. It's... It's kind That's of rough. Weird. It's 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 really weird. Like Spider Man can punch him, Daredevil can punch him. He's just like I've been working out, but it's like you're really fat though, dude. I mean, and he's like really quick too. He's like, oh, you didn't think I'd be so quick for my weight? It's it's he's he's a lot more powerful than he should be. But I, I get what you're saying. So like someone, like someone. So you think someone in the underworld is is wants to? It doesn't even have to be the underworld. It just has to be like what you were saying, where these they've come back, they're vilified. Mm-hmm. It's someone who's rallying a bunch of people against them. Yeah, I just don't know who that person is, but that might be cosmetic. But it would be better if it was like a super villain. Yeah, yeah, I, I I don't mind that. I mean, or or it could be you could have like the kind of duality of like there is like a, you know, a, a politician who's who sees control and he's got a, a villain. You know, under his control, under yeah, his like, control. Yeah. You know, maybe under martial law. He's like, I'm imposing martial law, and I'm deputizing all you bad guys. They've done this before, but I mean, it's kind of like a, a Suicide Squad kind of thing. 
go find this guy, bring him to justice or, you know, get whatever he has. You know, there, there's something to that. Well, you know what we could do? Because the Thanos snap, because they were already leading down that path with uh, Civil War going like, hey, these superheroes need to be reined in. And they sort of failed at that. Mm-hmm. And then the Thanos thing happened and now half of the population is dead. They could be like, all right, fuck superheroes. Like, let's get rid of all of them. Mm -hmm. And so these guys come back to a world where, like, superheroes are totally not cool. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, I don't know. Whatever the whatever the X-Men... Uh, what were the X-Men? Mutants? No, the the bat, the robots that would chase. Oh, them. the Sentinels. Yeah, sentinels, yeah. Like there's yeah. like Sentinels out there or something. Sentinels were great. Yeah. Especially in that last movie, Days of Future Past. Yeah. So good. That was a very great movie. I thought that's the first comic book I ever bought. Oh really? Yeah. Days of Future Past. Yeah, it's it's actually based on an actual you know comic book and it had a cool cover. It had like all these, it was like a wanted poster, which like apprehended deceased, apprehended deceased at large. And I was like, that's kind of cool. So I bought it. And it's like, it's the Terminator story before the Terminator came out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I love the Bishop uh, storyline of. Although Bishop wasn't in that one. He, he wasn't there oh, he yet. He wasn't? Nope, not yet. Oh, I so. didn't read it. I don't know. Which one was Bishop? Are you talking about Gambit? No, Bishop was a guy who, you know, he traveled through time from the future to, to try to help the future but he saw wolverine oh is bishop in the deadpool movie is that uh josh brolin no that's cable oh fuck i know there's uh, yeah i i started i stopped i like cable too though comic books man you eventually from the cartoons just from the cartoons okay you know what i like about the movies though is they're like drawing on this entire history that i have to then go look up because i really like all of it yeah and so when they bring up someone, my whole thing is like, oh, who's this fucking guy? I want to like read about him. It, it, I'm it, really into all of it. I, I am too. I mean, and and like when you see those little Easter eggs they'll put in there, you're like, oh, that guy, you know? Or like, oh, you know, this. See, those are the things that fly by me. And then I have to go like, what? What? A, who was that guy? I want to like find uh, yeah. that out. Because well, I really like stuff with like deep backstory, you know? And they have like 70 years of that. And, right, exactly. And so they can just be like, well, let's just pull that guy. So. Yeah, I'll never catch up. I'm never going to be like a super fan. I just like watching it for face value and then going like, oh, what's this about? But, you know, the, the cool thing about it is, is unless you have read and see, you can't now. Like it's again, it's, you know, the, the, the great filters. There's so many thousands of comic book issues. Like you can't keep up on every single thing that's happened to Captain America and, and Thor. And I mean, from... 1963 to, to right. present day so well but didn't it also get really confusing where there's like different incarnations of all of it and like they have different universes within the they allowed for a lot of crossover that didn't what well, doesn't actually crossover back then where it was like well you can use this character and change. well they, yeah i mean they actually have like different universes that's what he's saying is they actually did have like they do uh, both in Marvel and in DC. They're just like, well, it's a different universe. You know, different yeah, yeah. That's what that Spider-Man thing is about, where the, there's like a pig Spider-Man and stuff. Into the Spider Verse, yeah. Right. Sony's pretty high on that. I, I, it I, looks cool. I, I met with someone and they're like, yeah, we're really high on this one. Okay, great. You know, I mean, it looks good. I mean, they're high on it because it's all they got. This is true. Yeah. I mean, they lost Spider-Man. Well, they still have it. They can still make. Yeah. 
I mean, there's their solo- logo shows up before it. Because they like they all the solo movies of Spider-Man are are Sony, and all the the group movies are um, Marvel. So when he shows up in Infinity War, that's a Marvel film. When he shows up in Spider-Man: Homecoming, that's a Sony film. It's still a Sony film, but yep. it's, but it's got to be Marvel too, though. Well, it's all under the Marvel thing, but it's Disney so Disney Marvel. rights. That yeah, are, have been but in- Sony has been fucking up the Spider-Man movies for fifteen years. That's why they loaned him. That's why they gave. Marvel Spider-Man said, okay, you do it. Like, but we get, we get like standalone movies like Spider-Man Homecoming and then you can use him in Infinity War and... and But Homecoming was good though. Homecoming was good. Well, that's because Marvel is now going, okay, so now you're part of this universe. Now play by our rules. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're overseeing it. They're overseeing it. So, and Sony's like, great, we'll make $600 million off this film or a billion dollars off this. It's the same thing with the Hulk. Um, Universal still owns the rights to the Hulk in standalone movies right but if it's a if it's a group movie then marvel gets it that's why there hasn't been a hulk, hulk standalone movie because they know it's, like, it's awful yeah and they it's used to Eric also have Banna. universal used to only have hulk and namor the submariner the the like the kind of aquaman knockoff okay which was so weird i'm like why did you have namor who gives a shit about namor that? <laughs> it's like never even heard of that Oh, uh, it's. Have you ever heard of Namor? No. The, oh, he's he's basically like Aquaman, but a little more of a dick. It's just. Anyway, all right. So so we've gone totally off the rails on this. Yeah, whatever. So they team up with Doctor Doom. They beat the bad guy, whoever it would be. They learn that they're stronger together. Doctor Doom, in the final minutes, goes like, "Nah, fuck you," because you did this shit, and then that's the end of the movie. All right. I okay. think, you know, I think I think it's good. I mean, like, it's better than, let's see, which, it's better than uh, Captain America 1. Our outline like, is better than Captain America 1. I kind of like Captain America 1. That's not, it's not the, oh, really? You don't like it that much? I liked it. I like, I like the, really? Well, no, part of, I'm, I'm sighing because most of my hatred of that is I don't like period movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Especially but after the. The X Men, uh, you know, where they they did uh, first class Magneto, yeah, times of futures presence or whatever. Yeah, but like I, I thought, the first half of Captain America was kind of fun because it because I mean, like you have this midpoint, like this kind of midpoint montage where you see Captain America getting everything he thinks he wants. Right, he becomes a superhero. Right. Like Steve Rogers yeah. becomes a superhero. Yeah, he's super strong. He fights for America, but what is he doing? He's selling war bonds. And you have that big long, you know, who is the man? Da 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 da. And he, it's it's like those those midpoint montages are always like you get what you think what you want, but not yeah, what you really need. So, but I like I felt like that was very shoehorned in. Like, oh, I thought that they I, never would have used Captain America like that. He's the best soldier in the world, and you're gonna have him doing USA USO tours. But you don't want to lose him. I mean, like if he dies, he's the best. He can't die. He's uh, the best. It's, that's what you're saying. I mean, it's I mean, you know, it's. I thought it was I thought it was stupid that they would ever use him as a as a poster boy. Oh, I I don't know. They about created that. the best soldier, and they're not going to use him. Give me a fucking break. No, I I don't know about that. I think I to me like that's and and in fact I would I, I mean Captain America actually got lucky by the fact that he managed to get in and just stop Red Skull from doing you know whatever the hell he was doing. <laughs> but I mean, if you look at it, I mean, one man fighting the German army of like you know three million German soldiers. Versus one man raising millions of dollars 
to to keep the war machine going was far more effective. That's why our midpoint of they need to work together is so much better than their midpoint of he's not going to do anything until he realizes that he should. Is our, ours is better? So our midpoint is is them coming together. Is yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I so they so they come together in the middle of the film and realize they should work together. Yeah. So they get everything they want, but not what they need. So what are they like to me? Like I I know this isn't necessarily Dan's uh, uh, structure, but to me, like like a, like the middle of the film is always getting what you want, what you think you want, but not what you need. Like, like it's a meeting with the goddess. It's the it's the it's the point where they they all have not defeated this guy, so they come together at the middle and go like, oh, "We need to we need to beat this guy." This is why I like this story structure because then they they're like, "Yeah, let's go fucking do it." And they're doing awesome. See, I would push that more towards like this. No, but like this. they haven't they haven't contacted Doctor Doom. They go okay. and they fight the guy and they get they get the shit beat out of him. Okay, so 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 they band together. It's like we're the Fantastic Four. We can do anything. Yeah, and then they go fight. Okay, so like that that still fulfills my my kind of mantra of like, okay, we we are the Fantastic Four. And then they go off and they fight and they realize they can't do it. So they yeah. need to get Doctor Doom. Right. They reach this low point and they realize they need to get Doctor Doom, who yeah. helps them get over the hump. Right. And then they and win. then he betrays them in the end. They win and then he betrays them. Or they win by allowing Doctor Doom to fail in some way, right? I mean, like the sacrifices. I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just I'm playing out all the different. Oh, like, if yeah, if you want to build a supervillain thing into that, yeah, like like because like, yeah, like let's let's keep Doctor Doom as as the good guy for this movie, and maybe he he does get wronged somehow. I mean, maybe there is some. Maybe know, this is when he gets wronged. They, yes, it's yeah. the Fantastic Five, and then they sacrifice him to beat this guy. Oh. See now you're onto something. The Fantastic Five. Yeah, that's pretty kick ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, what if we just like, what if, what if this is the Fantastic Five, and then at some point in time they have to like fucking sacrifice him or something? And right, and that's why he becomes the the nemesis. Like, what if he was like, like all the way through, pretty heroic? You know, I mean, what if he teaches them in some ways, but then when he comes back, he becomes this tragic hero. You know. I mean, like, like the second movie could be so heartbreaking, right? Because, like, like he actually, he actually. <laughs> Sorry, we we are losing. Willie no, we right got now. we we got to wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Okay, so but like he's a tragic hero because maybe through the whole film, the whole first one, the Fantastic Five, he's actually he is actually the good guy, and he does sacrifice himself, and he does die for the team to teach them the the lesson of of being a team. Well, the whole thing is we do this mislead where it's like... They don't learn it. Well, no, they do learn it at the end. They do learn it to be... Uh, at the very end, they learn through his sacrifice to be the Fantastic Four, to be a family. But then in the second movie, he comes back and it's all fucked up. Right. But for the whole thing, he was just a scientist. Dr. Doom? Yeah. Sure. Well, then how is, what's, what makes him part of the Fantastic Five? Because he's friends with Reed Richards, he made the he made the thing with him. Okay. He was like there. Uh, whatever was happening, he was like, "Ah, oh, there's no time. Go, just go, just go, just go." They all go. Happenstance, he wasn't one of the half of the population who got taken. Okay. 
So so he's so he's back when they come back. Yeah, so he's, he's just, still there. So he's just using his smarts. And he's like, whoa, that lab guy got took? Samantha's still here. Uh, oh, shit. Fucking, oh, that guy's, that guy's gone. That guy, <laughs> I don't remember his name, but that guy, fuck. <laughs> I really liked him. <laughs> he fuck, was, he was that pretty okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway. Let's go, let's go fight evil. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> let's just see what happens. And then it's like that whole thing about. I don't. I can't remember. I'm. I'm losing track of like all of the things. It's all right. All right so the great filter has taken Willie. He's. He's out. He's. We've. We've. But I think him. we uh, cracked it though. I think we did like a really good Fantastic Four movie. I think we're close. I. I, th- I think we have some. Some good themes. We're at least we better than anyone else will ever do. Because we're never going to follow through on this. Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd. I'd take it somewhere. I mean, let's. Do you think we could? <laughs> we could actually <laughs> like write this up and go to Marvel and be like, hey. Uh, why don't we do a little movie? I don't think we have the. the I, maybe, maybe if, if we like could, a, then maybe. If we can't, then this exists. It'll be out there. Maybe an animated film or an animated series we could go in and pitch. Like you and me, like we maybe we have the credibility to go and pitch that. But beyond that, I don't think we could go and pitch a. a, a if yeah, if they start doing like a some kind of animated okay. Marvel Cinematic Universe, then we'll oh, go do we that. Will. Yeah, so. All right, well, let's let's put an end to this. I'm I'm the guest, but I'm going to put an end to this. Well, I was just about to do. All that. right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. <laughs> this has been Real Life Sci-Fi. Thank you so much, Mike, for being here. It's called. I just want to talk about Star Trek. Exactly. Uh, Tune in if you like Star Trek. Don't you, if you don't. You can find it on uh, Starburns Audio. Willie, any plugs? Uh, I'm not getting much sleep. I've actually fell asleep a few times. Yeah, no, we referenced it's, it. We, oh, we talked okay. about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's been uh, dozing off. Is really ever. bad movies on Instagram. So good. All right, thanks uh, for listening. Oh, my. oh, I just want to say, Willie. You know, um, I, I got my master's degree in screenwriting um, this year. Yeah, and and one of the things that we had to do was create a poster for our our movie that we were writing, like a one sheet. And I sent them your links, and they loved them because because your your one sheet posters of bad movie posters are so good and so funny. Thank you, that's awesome. That they're they're perfect examples. So, <laughs> I I always say they're only good because you're creative. Uh, I come up with a sentence, and you make the whole movie. Okay. So if you like really bad movies, it's because you're smart and creative. Oh, all right. Well, nice. Okay. Not because of me. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, Wade and Willie at gmail.com. Yeah, I don't know. What's the real life sci fi one at Twitter? Uh, and remember, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not after you. Thanks for listening. <laughs>